0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Totem Podcast. Today, we got a different location where we got it. We got some special guests for you guys here out of Fort Morgan. I want to start you guys off with a little quote. I hate every minute of it, but I tell myself not to give up. Suffer now and live the rest of your life a champion by Muhammad Ali. And today, I present to you guys the one and only Ernie the Gladiator Marquez. How you doing, man?
1: Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. How you guys doing, man? Oh, We're doing good, doing man. We're pretty
0: good, man. We came here. We came here to the den. Again. It's beautiful. Huh? It's beautiful,
1: here. man. It's, it's amazing. It blows my mind. Like I said, like I was telling you, man, just last night, I was sitting here just breaking into tears, looking at what we've created from when we started here in Fort Morgan and Moving over here in 1996, man, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's a ride for sure, huh? Yeah, I
2: guarantee yeah, it's, man. it's my first time in here, and I'm just like, damn. It's pretty sweet. A lot of people that
1: walk in here, and they're like, man, I would have never guessed you got something like that. It's like a little hole in the wall back here. You got a nice little setup yeah. back here they would have never guessed. And we're, we're going to get some more signage out front and kind of
0: yeah, better advertising. Okay. Yeah, we're right we're, right now the gym's off, it's right off of plat. Yeah,
1: 835 Platt. The same so, building yes, has up. pets or people, too right here just outside yeah just out between on there in the Carquest parking lot you pull into that parking lot and you'll see our sign right there man
0: cool cool yeah so i mean pretty much you got a lot of motivation pretty much you just look around you got all these paintings and everything like you don't need more motivation man we've been fortunate
1: uh, with these paintings and the way we put it all together Uh, i started um, in this location it was in uh, october of 2016 and i was uh, on a board member on another nonprofit organization with uh, jody walker uh, kids okay. at their best. I was on that board of directors. I was a board of, I was on the board of directors there, and uh, she had the opportunity to. She was renting the building ne- or the office next door, the office space, and she kind of presented me with an offer. Would I be wanting a uh, place? Because she knew what, that I ran the boxing gym before, and that our family was into the boxing. And she she kind of showed me this uh, an empty shell. When we came in here, it was just everything just cement walls, cement floors, you know, just t- white walls, cement floors. It was nothing in here, man, and. Uh, <laughs> Once I looked at it, I'm like, "Let's make this happen." Yeah. I didn't have no damn money. I didn't right. have. I just. I had. Didn't I had know passion. how you were gonna do it, I but, you know I, it. Do it, but I had passion, going. man, and, and just having having Jody right there, I really am. And very thankful and grateful for uh, having you know getting connected with Jody and making that connection with Jody and her daughters. They're they're a nice family. They've helped me. They helped to get us. Here in this building here, and we kind of established ourselves after
0: that. That's that's cool, dude. But I mean, once you started off like from scratch, I mean, you can give it your own touch, or it's like yeah, like they right? say, put your you put your hand in oh, the cookie man. jar. So it's like you see how far you've gone. Be like, hey, I'm I'm pretty, I'm a bad motherfucker. Oh, dude, I've done dude, a lot dude, of I, shit. I tra-
1: it blows my damn mind, man. I swear, man. When I look back, it's like, cause I'm I'm just I'm a kid from the hood, man. I didn't. I'm, I mean, I was. I didn't know any different, any different, man. No business sense, no nothing. I just I knew I had a lot of love in my heart and a lot of passion for the sport. And um, like I said, my mom was a boxer. My dad was a boxer. My grandfather was a boxer. I got cousins, uncles that are professional boxers. It's just, it's in the blood. It's
0: in the blood. It's yeah, it's gone. in the
1: blood. And just um, when my parents started the program over here in 1998, uh, I was only 16. I was still boxing, and they started it because because of me and my brothers. Oh, we, you, you that,
0: say, uh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt oh, you, you. you. You said kind of like when you grew up in the hood. Like, where'd you grow up? How was, was your a, How was your like? If the you could talk to us a little childhood, bit, yeah. yeah, yeah the childhood, how it came man.
1: We grew up in uh, in Pueblo and on the south side in uh, the Pueblo Village apartments and the projects on the south side, man. Yep. Me and, me and my cousins, my, my, my family, my, my shit, all my friends, man. We had a whole, a whole crew over there, man. It was, and to this day, we are all still friends, man. We all stay in touch. I mean, we, we're not, we don't see each other all the time, but through social media, we were able to keep, stay connected, and we're all still friends. Still, I mean, that's from awesome. childhood on, man, all of us, we grew up over there in the Boys and Girls Club, at the Boys and Girls Club on the south side in the, in the uh, projects. And
0: yeah, that's And we moved crazy. To, the,
1: to the Ville, they were the Blue Parmas, they called them the Smurf Village. Why, what do we, them, why do they
0: call? Why do they call that? Because they were, they were all, all, all
1: blue. The, the apartments were all blue, and it looked like a. It's crazy, <laughs> bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Town. Yeah, they <laughs> call it town. the Smurf Village. It was crazy. They call it the Smurf Village, and that's where uh, our family we kind of moved over there. Shit, I don't even remember what year it was. Late '80s, maybe. Yeah, probably mid mid '80s, mid to late '80s. We moved over there, and I was a fucking kid, man. And then you move into the hood, you get into the bullshit, man. Everybody, and back then I didn't even realize it was bullshit that I was getting into. That was just life. That was. you was just fun, living. Man. Yeah. I didn't even know I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was underprivileged. I didn't know that was even, I didn't even know what the fuck underprivileged was, yeah, you I was know. just living and loving it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the, that's kind of the thing they say, like, you, the five people you hang around with are, are, it's kind of what you become, you know? Yeah, so it's like, yeah, if, yeah. if all your people are like that, you're mm-hmm. just like, I'm fucking normal, you know? Yeah, it, yeah, this so this you is, you is what I'm you know supposed to be, you know? You know Especially if different. you grow up like that. It's that's like, that's all you know. You don't know anything Like,
1: I look back, my parents, they grew up kind of the same type of an environment, you know what I mean? They grew up the same... Same way, you know what I mean? Underprivileged, in poverty, yeah. you know what I mean? And they, they, I'm just, I'm thankful, man, for everything that has happened in our lives that, that has led me to here. It's just, fuck, dude. I just, I feel like I'm right where I need to be, man. It's beautiful, dude. It's crazy. It's a trip. Looking back, because my boxing coach that started boxing with us, he was, a, he was <laughs> actually my grandfather's uh, boxer. He was a boxer. My grandfather started boxing in our family in the, i believe it was
0: the 60s was he the one that kind of you know for, for your grandfather and then you're probably your yeah dad yeah and, it, it, and who it was, was my mom's
1: dad his name is richard marquez richard ernest marquez and that's kind of where i got my name from but um okay. is my mom's dad and he started boxing in the 60s he started boxing in the military maybe the 50s or 60s he was boxing but when he got out of the military uh they were in the hood they were in the projects over there on the south side and there's a boys and girls club over there and uh my grandpa was always always doing stuff with the kids, coaching football, coaching basketball, coaching baseball, always coaching. And on top of that, he was an alcoholic, but man, a beautiful heart. The guy had a good heart, but always always there with the kids. And he started boxing. And when you got a bunch of little hood kids that have been fighting since they could fucking crawl, yeah. <laughs> and you give them, give them a place where they can fight and, and they flourish in that shit, man, they it's go far. Like it's game on. Yeah, it's at home, man. It's it's game home. Let's go. You throw them in that ring, that's home, man. They've been fighting since they were fucking babies, man. You put them in there and they, they're at home and it's. I say that that's where I, the boxing started in my family.
0: Do you think like how like you said like when they're young and they start getting into boxing, it kind of? Do you think that's a kind of like a good thing for them? Because you're saying like you're in the project, it kind of it gets them out of the streets it, it and like you makes them train. It, it do you can. Think
1: you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say there's a couple of ways that can go, man. If you have a good coach, well, like I would say my first boxing coach that I had it was my boxing coach was uh, my my grandpa Richard when I was a baby, but the, well, my first memorable boxing coach that I remember when I was eight years old and had my first sanctioned boxing match was Chris Archuleta. And that was one of my grandfather's boxers. And that, I believe the coach is, is what's going to make the kid. It's going to make the boxer. It's going to make him either a better boxer, a better kid, a better human, you know, Uh, overall. And Chris Archuleta, man, that was, I got to say that dude right there was our savior, man. Cause in 1990, 89, when my grandfather passed away, he was on my grandpa's death, my grandpa's deathbed and told my grandfather, I'm going to train your grandkids. My grandpa passed away in 1990, 89. He started picking us up. Man, this dude was 25 years old, single. He was there every single day, dude, five days a week, sometimes six, um, on the weekends for like six years straight. In that short six-year period, uh, six year period, man, that motherfucker saved us, bro. He saved all of us, man. That was our savior. We didn't have, you know what I mean? It was a shitty environment that we, that we had, and the people that were in the environment, in the Ville over there and in the projects, yeah. they weren't people to look up to. You know what I mean? Although we still looked up to him, my cousin Dokes was the dope man. They had they had the baddest cars, you know, sound systems and yeah. shit like that. Everybody in there, I remember everybody at the villa. All of them, you know, what I mean, everybody running the game. Even my mom, my dad, they were.
0: You knew, you knew how. I knew what it was all. They're, about. They're you know up, I mean, they're up <laughs> to something, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew what the fuck it was all about though. But Chris, when he took us in, man, he showed us. He showed us discipline, man. That's, that's, that's crazy. Enough. It's insane, bro. It's insane, dude. It's it's crazy to me that a guy that was 25 years old, just dedicated. I mean, I'm not shitting you, man. He was religiously there every fucking day. And there was times we'd be hiding because we didn't want to go to practice. Like I mean, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. not shitting you, bro. And he would get out of the van. Well, he, he had a fucking Camaro, bro. That you fucking traded in his Camaro to get a, uh, a big-ass van for, for the team. You know what I mean? Because oh, don't fit. They don't, oh, fit. Bro, they like they don't said, fit no, no it's more. Just, it's a trip, bro. It's a trip that... That he put that much into it, like, just being a single fucking dude. He didn't have nobody, he, and he, it was, he was there religiously every single day, bro, five days a week, picking us up, chasing us down, and and by him doing that, man, he, that was the fucking, that was the pivotal point in our life. I would have to say Chris was the, that okay. motherfucker was our savior, man. I don't care what he, I mean, and he's so damn humble. Even to this day, I go over, I said, just just over there this past week, and I stood over there till midnight bullshitting with him.
0: Where is he? Where's in in the, he lives in Pueblo, Pueblo still. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's where we were at in Pueblo, but... Okay, uh, cool. I still go over there and talk to him, and the dude's so damn humble, he still doesn't, he's still like, no, nah, man, no, nah, you guys. I'm like, dude, you don't, he doesn't even realize, you don't man. He that. doesn't understand. He doesn't even understand. He doesn't even understand, realize how much of an impact that he had, in not only like my life, but our whole fucking generation, man. I have two brothers, I got cousins, <coughs> We all of us, man. He took us all in and just, he, and, and so far, it's such a fucking nice dude, man. Just the most beautiful heart of the dude, that's, man. Uh,
2: that's what, awesome, why, dude. why do you think he was like such, like, religiously, like, disciplined with you guys?
1: I I, I truly believe that my grandfather had an impact on him that was... It was my grandfather's the one that, because he's the one that told us that. He's like, I'm continuing you what, my, what your grandfather showed me. You know what I mean? But it's it just to, to me, man, I, I was 20. You know what I mean, I'm just thinking of 25 year old kid, man. Who the fuck's gonna dedicate that much time? Hey, I just, mean, I'm not shitting you, bro. Yeah, it, was, it was daily, every single day. Monday through Friday, he'd pick us up. And then Saturday, we were going to, and he didn't charge none of our parents anything, man. It was fucking he crazy. Just take dude. You guys, he would just take you us guys out of out. the love of his heart. And that's, I just think that my grandfather has such an impact on him that, Cause my grandfather was an amazing man. I talked to so many people, and my grandfather was an amazing man, dude. He had a beautiful heart, and he genuinely gave a shit. He genuinely gave a damn, man. He really cared about, you know, the people in the community, his community where he was living. He was living in the projects over there. He genuinely started the boxing program. He was doing stuff for the kids. He genuinely gave a shit. And Chris picked that up and showed that to us. And and he, you know what I mean. And that's how I operate. This 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 is the thing in here, man. Our team, our gym. I, under, I run the same operation how he used to train us. We warm up. We get ourselves warmed up. We, it's just the same thing, man. Same operation. same thing. Same get thing, it. man. I'm just, Consistency. I'm just just consistency keep it going. Me, and like I said, and the big thing that I, I feel like I took from him as a coach is uh, the love that I have for my team because he fucking loved us, man. That was our, like I said, man, he was, dude, he was our fucking, that was our savior, man. He loved us and he genuinely gave a shit and that's how I feel about my team. I know that. That, uh, you know what I mean these kids they come they look up to me they look up to me because they, you know I mean? they think of me as a as a fuck I don't know man they think of me as as somebody you're special like the, dude I'm the, just like you're it's guy, amazing bro the I'm the guy here, yeah. I'm the dude it's like dude I'm just me man I just I, I love you guys I, I want you guys to, to have the best for everybody you know what I mean and it's just that's one thing that I would say I took from Chris and I believe Chris got that from my grandfather and it's just it's gonna carry it's on tr- man it's, tr- tr- it's gonna carry gonna on just on, on, passing man, down yeah. the, the, the traditions yeah just keeping it going man and it's I said it's about love, man. When you got love for something, you're going you're gonna to work your fucking ass off. You're going you're gonna to go hard for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going you're gonna to go hard for it. And it shows. And one of the analogies that I use, man, is that boxing ring right there is, is life. That boxing ring is life. When you step in that son of a bitch, you got nobody to look after you. You got nobody to blame, nobody to blame, and nobody to thank. You know what I mean? You're in there putting in all the fucking work us coaches are out here showing you what you what to do you got teammates you got sparring partners you got everybody influencing you helping you showing you different things but the minute you get in that fucking ring you got nobody it's on, you got, you're on your it's own. on you yeah it's you just, got, all
0: you it's, it's all you
1: on. 100% you better
0: you. watch out cuz he's coming hey, You, you can't straight. blame you someone else it's like,
1: like, oh, blame they didn't somebody. do their job or anything it's, it's, nothing. It's, it's the same shit in life man i mean you got you got your family you got your wife you got your if you got kids if you got your parents still, if you're lucky enough you know what i mean you got everybody supporting you right there but the minute you got to go whether it's school whether whether it's work, when it comes time to take care of kids, when it comes time to pay the bills,
2: it's all who the too. fuck you got? You yeah. got you.
1: You ain't. And you, I mean, you. What's shitty right now these days, man? And as I see a lot less accountability than. Before when I was younger, you know what I mean. And it's just like, and that's what we try to show them in here. It is fucking you. You are the master. You're you're doing it. It's all you. You ain't got nobody but you.
0: You can take the I mean, ho- you can take to the horse to the water, but you can't make exactly, the drink. exactly exactly
1: exactly <laughs> man. And, and that's just it, man. And like I said, I let them know there's gonna be times in life when they're in the corner taking a fucking beating. For instance, they're they're on the verge of losing their job. Their their girlfriend broke up with them. Their wife's cheating on them. they whatever it is. That's the same analogy. You're in the corner getting your ass beat. You gonna sit there and lay down and quit? As are you done? That's not. We don't teach that shit in here. You slow down, but you don't fucking quit. And you can ask the coaches, you can ask the team, you can ask everybody. You slow down, but you don't quit. When life's kicking you in the fucking ass, you stand the fuck up and you show life what it's all about. You got everything it takes, everything it takes, and we let every one of them, every one of them know, bro. It's crazy, man. And I, I, that's some shit I learned from my boxing coach. Dude,
0: that's that's crazy.
2: I feel, insane, like the, huh? I feel like the first step is just. Getting in the getting ring, in it, yeah, that's just that's, it, that's the problem. Because a lot of people just want to stay home with their parents. They don't want to go out into the real world or anything. But taking that first step, that's it, it's takes, huge, bro. Takes it's, it, it's
1: huge, man. It's huge. And I'm glad you said that about people being afraid. Cause we get so many people that like I get messages and shit, and they're like, I want to come in here, and I want to train, but oh uh, yeah, I, I, I will maybe next week, maybe next week. All right, yeah, I want you to, 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 to get your ass scared. That's pretty much what well, it man, is. So <laughs> I, I mean, I, I hate to say that, but I mean, for a, a lot of the time, it's a lot of nerves, man. And, yeah. and but I mean. This people, that's the only way you, that's well, the that's best the way to learn best way to learn man and, and you, you face that shit head on head on you know what I mean and a lot of guys once they get in here they realize that fuck I'm first in the face it's not the end of the world man yeah. it hurts it hurts and that's a lot of them it's the make or break point to where you yeah. see them turn their head and it's either they take a knee and like fuck this I'm done or they like bam <laughs> bam they cut back and you see Just that like, face you kind of like, oh, motherfucker bite down skull. on that mouthpiece and Let's go! You know what I mean? That's it's
0: crazy. That's yeah, it's
1: intense, bro. It's intense. But you see a lot of it making or breaking. And and the thing is, bro, over here it's like you you don't even have to be in the fucking ring to to get to that point. The conditioning, the training that we do. I'm not shitting you, man. We go rounds in here, so it's time to intervals. So you're going until that bell rings. And I'm not shitting you. Whatever exercise we're doing, there's times where you're throwing punches and it's like
0: you're barely going, you can't yeah. even
1: fucking do it, man. You and they are want to stop and, we, and they'll want to stop. And we got coaches, we got teammates, we got everybody right there. Let's go, keep going, keep them fucking punches flowing. Let's go, stay moving. You know what I mean? To keeping them going, letting them know you there's no fucking quit. This is on you. Let's roll. Uh. This is on you. This is on you, just like life. It's on you. You either want to keep going or you want to quit. And that's where a lot of them find themselves. They, they break through that fucking that, that plateau where they think they can't get past it. They think, I can't do this. And it's fucking unbelievable watching them, especially the young kids when they come in here. They walk in the first day, they're fucking kind of timid. They got their shoulders in, kind of head down. Look around, kind of like, damn, this is crazy. This is badass. These guys look like they're tough as shit. You know what I mean? And Then after a week, they realize, fuck, I can do this. Doing, I, I can. I, I am I'm doing one of this. them now. huh? I, I am one of them. Exactly. Yeah. I am one of them. What the fuck? This I can do this. And bro, the confidence they take with that, I'm telling you, man, it's an amazing shit. It's the most amazing shit I ever seen because it does. It's not only like uh, in the gym; they carry it with them outside of outside the gym, like uh, obstacles in life. They're not afraid to take on obstacles. They realize I can overcome this shit anything they can overcome, and I'm seeing progress in school, at home, like, all over, Everywhere. you I know mean, it's, it like, it in, helps in every aspect of their life, bro, it's, like, they're, they're, they're gaining that power of that, of themselves, that power back in themselves, man, and that's the, some of the shit, like, boxing, jujitsu is another one that, that teaches that shit, that's fucking amazing. What, what,
0: what age do you think, what age, or what age groups do you guys have like that come here, you know? The youngest that Because some have, people, some people think the kids, like, no, nah, my little kids are yeah. small, like, you want They baby them a little bit too much, you well, know. Well, and, and a look. lot
1: of them, too, they, they they worry about, like, a brain injury or uh-huh. getting hit in the head too much, too many yeah. hits in the head. And uh, the gloves that they wear, they wear 12-ounce gloves to boxing, these kids. So they're fucking, like, I don't know if you remember the grudge match back in, like, the 90s when they had them grudge match gloves, when they had them big-ass fucking 20-, 30-ounce oh, yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what it looks like these kids are boxing with. And Cause a lot of them, at that suit. small, you're not going to... Yeah, they're, it's not a lot of...
0: Not putting Very, very power. seldom.
1: I mean, I don't know that I've ever heard of a kid having any brain injury. Like, I've never in my entire boxing fucking yeah. knowing of boxing, I've never heard and of do And do they wear, like, like, the
0: kids? Well, they have, like, yeah. their headgear, yeah, so it's, certain, like, safe the, for them, you know? Yeah, I don't you know? know
1: if I have our headgear over there. I was going to show you, but okay. it's a... Yeah, we have headgears that are... Uh, actually, the, the headgears that they compete in, they have to be certified by USA Boxing. Okay. So you can't box with, with the headgear that is not certified by USA Boxing, and it's got all the safety precautions, and it's a pretty it's a pretty big pretty big deal. The safety and, and boxing in boxing um, and... In fact, there's been a when we've been a boxing out of state, or you know, they see stoppages, the referees stop the fights kind of early. Like they see a kid take a couple of hits, bam, bam, and they yeah. stop the fight. And uh, you see coaches getting pissed off, like, what the fuck? My guy was still going. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't even hurt. What the fuck? You know what I mean? And you get into a conversation with one of them ju- uh, referees, and they'll tell you that they would rather stop a billion fights too early than one fight too late. That's true. Yeah, yeah, so you know what I mean? So they, they yeah. take that They're safety real position. serious. Yeah, they take yeah. that shit serious, and which they should. I mean, it's, yeah. which is right. And they are in a tough position because I've seen referees get their asses chewed, man. I've seen their asses get, get chewed. I want to show you guys real quick. Um, we got my boxing coach. Yeah, we got some of the headgears right here, some of the gloves. I think you can see the, these little 12 ounce gloves right here. These what, are
0: some of the headgears. What, what age, what age about like kids use it like something like a this? A kid
1: like this, yogi, I'll catch a, a six, eight year old, 10 year old kid boxing with 12 ounce. So, gloves. like, I mean, they like, they're, pre- they're, pre-
0: they're pretty big for like a little kid, you know? Yeah, so they're a big
1: glove for a little kid, yeah. Nice. And you can see the headgear here. It's got it protects the cheeks. Everything. And a lot of the, the sparring headgears that we use are like this, Twelve, okay, you don't cool. see. You don't see a whole lot of the face. You're pretty much you know got, it's tunnel, pretty much,
0: yeah. Pretty much tunneled, tunnel vision. Like, well, right. I mean,
1: the punches you can you, you got a pretty good vision through here, and a lot of the guys get frustrated because they can't breathe and shit. But they, um, what it is, is, is they're not taking a lot of the punch and the, and the, the pad in there. It's a nice the, the eye sockets and the stuff impact. like yeah, that. It takes huh? the impact. It takes the impact. So, you know, safety is the biggest thing. Safety is the biggest thing that we, we focus on in here, and that's why um, we don't spar every single day. A lot of the, a lot of gyms like they'll. they'll Kids will be like, well, I want to spar, and they want to spar every day. I'm like, you guys don't understand. That's You need to learn how to box before I can just throw yeah. you in there and let you spar. They
0: just want to go to fucking
2: war. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, otherwise, <laughs> it's just a fucking fight. Right a yeah. fight.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. not even a boxing match. It's a fucking fight, and yeah. it's just there's no skill, no style, no technique. Yeah. You're in mm-hmm. there just trying to fucking knock out your opponent. and with no, you know, I mean, it's just wild chaos, and it's like boxing, is a, it's, a, it's an art. It's a technique. In fact, that's what one of the kids told us in our kids class. It was fucking awesome. Because what I do is, uh, what I have to do is when we get a lot of new kids, uh, we have to stop the kids' class before it. Because sparring days is Wednesdays for a kids' class. And there's times where I have to stop the class when we get a lot of new kids and we kind of have a little discussion. And we go over the difference between boxing and fighting. And a lot of the kids, they don't know the difference. Well, what, is the, what
0: is the difference? And,
1: I, and I'll explain to you, man. It was amazing. One of the kids, it was pretty badass. I was like, does anybody know the difference between boxing and fighting? And the one kid's like, boxing is an art. You fucking nailed it. I didn't say, yeah, but yeah, you nailed it, bud. You nailed it. And then I explained to them another another form of art is is drawing and painting. I said, in whatever art that you are doing, you have to stay focused. I said, okay, and that's what the, that's going to be the difference between boxing and fighting. When you are fighting, you're emotionally charged. And trying to explain this to kids is not easy, my God. It's not easy, but no, it's, using exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> fun, Zelda, man. It's fun. I love watching their reactions and getting their answers because when I ask them, you know, what's the difference? What, you know, they, they'll come at me with some it's some amazing shit man it's uh, kids are I fucking love it man they Just got the best let
0: creativity roll no oh, they got the best love answers it. out of
1: anybody fucking ever dude it's amazing but you know uh, letting them know like okay n- another form of art is uh, painting and, and letting them know you got to stay focused in the fighting i said when you're fighting you're emotionally charged you're either embarrassed you're angry you're um you're uh, you're, you're pissed off at somebody you're you're whatever, <laughs> whatever. It is, you're emotionally yeah. charged i said so you don't have no control over your over your your actions boxing is an art. You need to stay focused, and you need to control yourself. Because if you're if you're doing art, that's what I told them if you're doing art and you're you're, you're not focused, what is your art piece going to look like?
0: Just scribble A scribbled yeah. up piece
1: of damn yeah piece there of paper. Go. I said that's why you need to stay focused when you're in here. And one of the kids, they like every day after sporting on Wednesday, I asked them, did anybody get mad? And yeah, yeah, I cried. Yeah, yeah. They'll let yeah. They'll let you know. I'm like, okay, but you controlled yourself. This is where this is where you learn, and this is where you grow. You get punched in the face. You don't lose your shit. You, I don't tell the kids this, but I'm explaining. Yeah, that. You don't, yeah. lose your, you know, you don't lose your cool. You don't get angry. You don't get mad. You you maybe get sad, but you control
0: yourself and you go back you to boxing. You like don't practice turn it into is, a fight. Yeah, practice is done and you're still here. Like everything's yeah, good. Everything's it, gonna be it, okay. It's, it's,
1: it's amazing watching them do that, though, man. But but showing them that fighting is just chaotic and you you got no control. It's emotionally charged. It kind of helps, and then then when the, I'll explain, talk to one of the kids, you know, individual, and be like, hey, man, I see you're angry because they'll be pissed off. I'm like, slow it down, control yourself, breathe. It's, it's, it's not easy to do, but it is fun watching the reaction, man. Kids are freaking awesome. I love it.
0: Have you had kids, so, so you say, like, Wednesday you're sparring, kids want to spar. So is it Wednesday, like, do you t- see it to tend to get a little bit more full? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, their yeah, buddies, like, hit, hit another buddy, like, motherfucker, show up, I'm going yeah, to kick yeah. your <laughs> ass today. Well, <laughs> a lot of it is, <laughs> yeah. too, is
1: that we let them know that if they don't have a mouthpiece... They can't spar. Oh,
0: okay. So
1: you get you get the kids that are determined as shit, and they'll go get a mouthpiece for and buy a mouthpiece right away. You know, get a mouthpiece cause, so they can box. Then you'll get some of them kids that are all talk like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to spar. I want to spar," but oh, I forgot my mouthpiece every fucking sparring day. Yeah. I forgot my mouthpiece. I forgot my mouthpiece. Like, and, and, they, they, and
2: they know it's every Wednesday. They so know it's, it's like, every
1: Wednesday. Yeah, come on, man. Come you know on, damn well. On, and what, what was amazing, bro, was when my mom and dad ran the boxing gym. I that was that was some of the best shit ever, man. Because like I said, we're from the hood, man. We didn't know, and there was no filter. They. I, I, myself, I became a little more mature as an adult and kind of understood raising my kids in the community. You got to be a little more cautious how you nah. talk to kids. <laughs> my mom and dad were just straight sh- straight up. And to this day, man, they're straight up. They'll, they'll tell you exactly how it is. And they're beautiful hearts. You know what I mean? They're willing to help, willing to give to anybody. But they're straight the fuck up. They're no bullshit. tell you. Cut yeah. and draw Yeah, They'll tell you how it is. Like, I'll give you a for instance, and I'm not going to throw no names out there, but there's a... One of the kids, uh, we had a kid boxing. He wasn't even a kid. He was fucking 16 or 17 at the time. I mean, I guess a kid, yeah. But he thought he was a badass, and he was in there boxing. First round, man, he was doing amazing. He wasn't even losing the fight, but he got fatigued. looked up at the referee and gave him the fucking, the no you know, the throat I'm like done. Yeah, and my mom and dad, my, the, the first thing, the, the kid came walking back to the ring, and my mom said, that's a bitch shit, and she said his name. She was like, what the fuck? That, yeah. That's not what the hell we showed you. And she was like, straight to fuck, She's, like, yeah. Hardcore, bro, hardcore. Anyway, it, it's, it, it's like damn. I, so I told my mom, I'm like, man, if I talk to these kids the way you talk to these kids, I fuck, I, I might get I charged know. or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? it's like in another time, there was a that's kid sparring in in Greeley. We took him to, so we take him out of town to go spar. Even like last night, we were in Greeley sparring. Uh, okay. Yeah, Tuesday morning. Are they getting prepared
0: for fights or okay. getting even prepared for fights?
1: It's just when we spar here at the gym. They don't let loose. They're not able to cut loose and like fucking lay, you know, go 100% yeah. like they Their teammates when i trying to kill our teammates. So we go to the other gyms and we kind of open, them up, open it up for them. But uh, when my mom and dad were training, we took the kids to Greeley and there was this kid, man, he went in there and he started throwing like two, you know, like a fucking, like a kangaroo, like throwing punches <laughs> I and mean, I'm not shitting you. My mom, what the fuck is that? We did not teach you how to do that shit. You, you know, we didn't teach you how to do that shit at the box. What the shit, take the head, get the gloves off. I'm like, fucking.
2: Just go yeah. sit down, pretty much. Next, next day, done.
1: next day, we get some or somebody coming over and like. So we heard you were talking, and my mom. Well, listen, if this kid's gonna be fucking coming to practice every day, sitting on his ass and not doing nothing, he could just fucking stay home. I'm
0: like, oh shit, Damn. <laughs> yeah. like, like my
1: mom, you're 100 all right. You go. That straightened that, that kid up. He never came back. You know what I mean? Never but came. it's just she was straight some the people, fuck some up. I and some they, people
0: gotta know. huh? After
1: I'm about to pull her back on t- on the team over here because we're 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 now that we're starting to get competitive. Shit's getting serious, and you take kids to go spar, and some that they want to jack around in the, in the, at practice all the time. Yeah. And then to come time for sparring for the competitive fighters. They're like, yeah, yeah, I want to go spar. And we all know, we're like, dude, you're not ready to spar, but they want to go anyway, so we're like, fuck it, let's go. We take them, and it's, it's almost embarrassing for the team, but I mean, it's, it, I, we're good. You need, need don't to let them fly. But it's, it's like it, but it's like, dude, <laughs> you know you weren't ready. When the hell are you over here making yourself look, look you know like you're not ready making the us look like our team is not ready it's like let's let's get yourself prepared before we take you to go to another team to go make us to make everybody on our team look bad you know what i mean it's like we don't want that shit
0: so so is that kind of how it goes like to to define it uh like to define like say where they want to go sport or say where they want to start going a little bit more pro yeah, is that yeah, yeah. What get up. Yep. so is it kind of like You'd kind of make the decision, cause you're their trainer, yeah, or is yeah. it kind of like a mutual kind of? It's more like, of a hey, mutual thing. We, or... we
1: all decide on this shit together. You know what I mean? It's more of like, what it is is there's levels to this shit, man. We start in the gym, and for the most part, what we start off with, and I developed these these uh, training drills, sparring drills that were um, that we developed because uh, I had my daughters boxing when they were younger, and they're gonna get pissed off when they hear this, but when they were they were younger, cause it was females are very emotionally charged, and when you got sisters sparring each other holy
0: fuck they, I was, get, they oh, go dude. home and it's oh, fucking dude.
1: oh no it's just, just sparring you put gloves and headgear um, on them it's no it's not boxing they're fucking that's it's intense my daughters are amazing <laughs> man they're some warriors bro they're they're beasts but with that we've developed drills of sparring so it's like and we developed there's some levels to this shit to where you can't just go in there and go spar like taking somebody that's never sparred before taking them to denver or to Greeley to go spar they're gonna get themselves they're gonna
0: Probably yeah, get get, get the yeah, yeah, yeah get, get hurt, hurt, hurt
1: and get their ego crushed, probably chase them away from the gym to where they're never gonna want to box again. But we start off with we we'll do partner drills. We'll start off with partner drills. When somebody wants to to start getting serious, we're like, all right, we'll get you in here and it up. And we've been doing that more with the Hibbit class and I mean I'll explain the Hibbit class here in a little bit, but we started doing that more so with them. But it's like you get with another person and you're throwing punches at them, you're slipping punches, kind of catching punches. Okay. And working together without really uh impact or, you know taking punches and then we'll step it up to where after they do that for a week or so they feel pretty good we'll go to where we're doing offense defense drills to where we do 30 seconds we'll set the interval timer for 30 seconds and we'll have one doing an offense one doing defense and kind of we tell them about 50 70 percent you know you're not going hardcore you're kind of you got to go light you know just getting the feel of somebody in there throwing punches at you and moving because that shit's nerd that's bro it's nerve-wracking as hell bro you forget to breathe you lose your whole game plan when shit so you kind of break them in slowly, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Known, yeah. Kind of known, and then we'll, what we'll do is we'll get it to where, all right, uh, offense, defense, the person on defense can use a jab. So they're on defense, but the person's using a jab so they can come a little bit more, but that's when they start putting mouthpieces in. They need to wear a mouthpiece. And then we'll do offense, defense, and then you guys mix it up some light sparring. So 30-second intervals, 30 seconds of offense, 30 seconds of defense, and then sparring. And that's when, they, that's when you start seeing they'll, they'll catch each other with one, a punch or two, and Yeah, that's when they started, the shit starts to become. yeah. That's when it gets real. The shit starts to get real, and it's funny as hell, man, because you could, I mean, it's funny, you could ask the coaches and ask anybody in here, every fucking time these guys want to start sparring, I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to start off with light work, taking it easy, kind of taking it easy. They get in there, the first one, they'll land a good punch, whack you'll see the facial, facial expressions like, change like that. I thought were right going away. easy. Yeah, it's like, it's all right, like, motherfucker, all right. You're, you're all going right. easy. And they fuck. go with the middle. wah, wah. And then before you know it, man, they're fucking swinging for the fences. And I'm like, all right, they're, under, they're in control. Let this, let it fly, man. Let it go. Let's,
0: just let it go. And they, they know not yeah, to knock each
1: other out, but, man, they're fucking. They get it. Yeah, we, we, have, we have one kid. We had to ban him from sparring for a week or two at a time just because. Really? Well, he is. just didn't understand his fucking power and his strength and. It's kind of like we're teammates. We're yeah, not you to knock hearse, each other yeah, you got hurt somebody. Yeah. Save that shit for when we're in Denver or Greeley, you know, and, and he's coming a long way, but, you know what I mean? It's kind of like we're, we're not trying to hurt each other. We're not trying to send anybody to the hospital or nothing like that, which did happen on occasion with the
2: kid, but... So is that like the only case that you had to like kind of slow it down, or? Well,
1: well, I mean, it, the thing of it is, is when you got a guy that's really aggressive like that, and you got a kid that that's even even on the younger ones. You know, I mean, you get a kid that's a little bit better than the other kids, and you put him in there, and he's kind of and he's starting to let his ego take over, and starting to let him get a little too cocky. We'll throw, him, we'll take him to or I'll throw him in here. I'll call my daughter in here. One of my daughters to come in here and spar with him just to show them, okay, you're tough, but. You're still you'll still get fucked up.
0: So your do- your daughter's pretty good. They'll fuck oh, yeah, they'll up. They'll come, fuck here, yeah, up. They come in
1: here and work with the kids. Even my youngest daughter, she she comes in here and works with like oh, yeah? she has them for a little bit, but my youngest daughter, she's uh she'll be seventeen in July. That's my baby. But she's uh she's never competed before, but she knows how to box and she comes in here and I have her have it's your, been a minute, but she she does it. She
0: have they, your other da- daughters
1: competed? My two oldest ones have, yeah. They both huh? competed. They both are they both have competed. What like in uh was it, oh seven, oh eight? Our team got pretty damn big, man, because I started training again uh, real big, and I was already professional. And uh, my dad and my mom were living on, I don't even remember what street it was. Fuck. Diana, maybe? Or? Here in town? No, no. Yeah, yeah, not Diana. Anna. Yeah, here in town. But they had the garage in the back, and we, turned, we converted that garage into a boxing ring. Well, kind of anywhere that they moved, we converted the, the, their right house into a boxing gym, and we made it to where we were training. But that one in 2007 and 8 I'm trying to think, Grant. They lived on Grant Street. And uh, we converted that boxing uh gym, the garage, into a gym. And, and I was out there training. And my daughters, I'm trying to think of how old they were. They were like nine and eight and nine, or nine and ten, and shit, just old enough to start boxing. And they were yeah. out there training uh-huh. with me every day. And I remember I just found one of my old. I would write down my my workouts and shit, and I would put notes and like remember. Yeah, my daughters, they're, they're over here trying their hardest. The they're looking up to yeah. dad. It, it's just some inspiring yeah. shit to me when I was younger. You know what I mean? I was like in my fucking mid twenties or some shit, and. It was nice having my daughters right there training with me. That's what kind of got the fire going again and got me like, fuck, yeah, let's do this. And then you started getting some of these kids that start boxing. And they start becoming good. We started taking them out of, to, out of state to, like, national tournaments and shit. And oh, yeah? That's oh, great. yeah, I man. Yeah. It was badass. My mom and dad, that when they were doing it, man, they had a strong amateur team, man. They were, but, and so so my daughter started started. You know what I mean? And, but started I had, going? Yeah, they, they were they were boxing at that time. And they started competing. So every day I was over there, they were training. Then they had all of their friends start coming in. So we had a strong team of females, man. Our little girl team was badass. And, like, my daughters, I'll start naming a few names just to throw them out there. Like, uh, my daughter Selena's my oldest daughter, Selena Marquez, Alizé Marquez. We had uh, two of the, Soraya Yanez. I don't know if you know who that is. Soraya, dude, that was probably one of the toughest girls we've ever trained. Another one, Cassandra Miranda, Cassie. She's around yeah, your guys. Age. a little yeah, around she's years. around my age. Yeah, yeah, she's around your guys' age. So I know you guys know who they are. Like Cassie Miranda, that was another one. She was a fucking machine, dude. Um, uh, what was the other uh, Sierra? Uh, Sierra, fuck, I can't think of her last name. Damn, I can't think of Sierra's name. Yeah, That's I think, fucked up. I, but think, yeah. I, I know. But we had we that. had a lot of a lot of uh, females because it was all my daughter's friends. And they see them boxing. I want to box, and shit, it was fun as hell. Asacia uh, Cross, that was another one. Say she was a fucking badass, dude. That was dope. I wish she would have kept fighting, man. A lot, like a lot of them, man. You see, and then like just recently, we had um, Isaiah. Uh, some of our older Isaiah Lopez was one that my mom and dad coached. Um, Xavier Deluca. Um, damn, them, them were the guys like uh, Gustavo Ariano. You guys probably know these guys, yeah. I, I know, yeah, they yeah, know yeah, all yeah, them. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they were they were competing at the time, and those were the guys that were traveling like out of the state to go to. Um, they were, They would have traveled to fucking shoot, Cincinnati, uh, Ohio, California. They were into the nationals in Nevada. So that's more. Seri- step-
0: that's more serious. Once well, it's just it's stepping up stuff. that
1: that. You, I mean, as an amateur, you got your local shows. Then you have your state tournament. You go to the regionals. You go to the nationals. And at that time. My mom and dad had a strong team, and these kids were just kind of mopping up the state tournament, going to the regionals, winning the regionals, going to the nationals, and just kind of kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, and it was nice. And like right now, like I said, we're developing a team right now. That's exactly once this the Golden Gloves are in June. This, and we got a team right now. That's what I'm looking forward to right now, man. We're gonna start traveling and taking our team all over to to kick some ass. It's dope, man.
0: So how how is it? Do you think it'll be open like for this junior? Will it be? How, they how, they how, have
1: it scheduled, man, and I'm. I'm really hoping. I'm. Fuck, man. I, I don't even like to even talk about this whole COVID shit, man. I mean, like I said, I. This, I, yeah. I understand it's something that needs to be. Uh, that that that. No, I feel you. But but the way that I see it is a, a, a limit. You, you guys can have that shit. I don't want no part of it. You know what I mean? It's like I, I feel for everybody. I've, but it's like I, I'm not gonna. I'm not playing the game, man. I don't want to play the game. I'm just it's. So I'm just hoping, I'm hoping, man, and I'm just. Yeah, everything will be good. They, they can have it. Tripping, they can man. have them go on. And I ain't even tripping. Everything's gonna be good, man. We're gonna open back up and get these kids going and get get everything going and try to.
0: So cut the bullshit. So do you think for like, uh, cause you said like you have a lot of like younger, younger guys, teens. Do you think it's good for like the teens to feel that adversity, like, cause like you said it can help them out and everything in their life. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. think it's good? For it's them amazing,
1: to do it? dude. It's amazing. It's just when you see a kid faced with that that moment, like when we're in the middle of a what I call the gladiator burpee challenge that we do, we do it and it's a hundred burpees in five minutes. And that that's one of them. That's a fucking that'll test your damn test you to the fucking bone, man, if you can't do that. In fact, we got one kid Sitting over here, this guy does 100 burpees in, like, three and a half minutes and shit. Really? Dude. He's, yeah, he's insane, dude. Yeah, it's insane. He's, he's it's, ready. He's a fucking machine, dude. But, you know what I mean? It's just when we do when we do that type of challenge, that's when you start seeing them break and you start seeing that, like, that's where I'm saying the self-defining moments. And you got me, you got other coaches right there walking around screaming and hollering at these kids, you know, motivating them, like, let's go. This is the make or break point, baby. This is this is the time. This is what it's all about. This is where you got to decide what the fuck you want to do with it. What do you want to do with it? This is, your, you know what I mean? So you got me right there chewing on, like hauling, like, let's go, this is what it's all about. And they're they're thinking, you know what I mean? They they take a look at themselves, all right? Am I gonna quit? Fuck this, I'm done, I'm gonna quit. Or right, I'm gonna keep on going. Like today, we had a kid named Renee that was kind of slacking off, messing around a little bit. And he does that shit once in a while. But today I caught him slacking. We're in the middle of a fucking round and he's walking back with a cup of water, and I stopped him right here and I'm like, let's go, get going, burpees, burpees, let's go. We're going. Everybody on the team is doing, but I'm gonna do I'm not, you're not doing them over there, you're doing them right here. Let's go, let's go. And that kid started going, bro, and it was that was, I would say, that was probably the self-defining moment for that kid, because you're gonna see him come back, and he's gonna, because he was trying to quit. The dude was trying to quit, and that's the type of shit. When they overcome that, they overcome that type of shit. And even yesterday, the day before, he was sparring, and that was another self-defining moment for that kid. And it's just the shit like that, overcoming the adversity. No one consistency just yeah, keep consi- doing over, it, over and doing over. It. The, minute the you, you keep keep uh, programming yourself to, to break that. Break it, you know. I want to quit. I want to. I want to quit. I want to quit. Fuck. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You do that one time. You come back the next day. You're doing it again. Damn. Damn. I feel like fuck this. I can't. I can't do this. I'm done. I can't do this. You get that voice in your head telling you I can't. You got a coach right there. Let's go, motherfucker. What you want to do with go. it? Let's go. What do you want to make of it? This yeah. is. It's on you. This is all you. You know, your, know. I'm right there screaming. screaming. They dig deep, and they're like, fuck it, let's go, and they, they push themselves, and that next day, you start seeing them grow, man, and that's where you see the growth come in, man, and I'm telling you, that's, it's unbelievable, and that's where I'm saying the growth from every aspect of their life. It's not only in the boxing, not only you see them trying harder over here, but you see them carrying that shit at home. You're hearing stuff from mom, like, how much better they're doing at home. You're hearing it from the teachers, because I, I stay in touch with a lot of the teachers in, in and all, in all at all the schools here in town, just because we, and the principals and shit, just because we gotta work yeah. together, man. These kids gotta know that we're working together. Yeah.
0: With with all that, with the how do I say it? like because you're over here, like with all the kids that are here training with you, you're trying to like motivate all of them. But I mean, some of them it's positive, and some of them go negative. What What do you that, think? That's do, you, the tough do you think part, bro? St- stuff that goes. That comes from like maybe their their household or it's, some it's shit that, that they're bro. like like a little soft you know or what or what do you think or I, or they've I, had it rough do you think a lot of, a
1: lot of them have had it rough and a lot of them that when they get to that breaking point it, it's. That's what I'm saying, the make or break point. And it's like, oh fuck, this I'm doing. I can't do it, I can't do it. And them are the type of kids that have probably been told their whole fucking life, ah, oh, we can't you can't do that. Ah, oh, no, you're a little shy, you're a little troll. Ah, oh, no, you can't give me mean, all, their insecurities, and got, all and insecurities. everything starts your up. Exactly, man. They develop them insecurities at a young age. And as they get older, they got in their subconscious mind telling them, You can't do that. You're you're not enough. You're not you you know, you're you're, you're a bad kid, you're stupid, you're dumb, you can't. You know what I mean? We help them to to. Change that programming and reverse it. And that's what I'm saying. The coach is in here letting them know you can do it. You can do it. They do it one time, they feel pretty good. All right, all right, I did it. They come back the next week and they do it multiple times. It's like you repro- reprogram their mind to let them know, motherfucker, you can.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't, don't
1: let, let's get that voice out of your head that you can't. And you can. And that's one of the things you'll hear. these. You'll, you can ask anybody in here. You'll hear me telling them, we slow down, but we don't quit we slow down but we don't quit. You get that into a kid's mind, man, I'm, that's where the that's where the change happens, man. That's where the growth happens. Is when they start breaking that that programming of I can't, I'm not enough, I can't do it. It's I'm yeah. not strong enough, I'm not big enough. I'm not, you know what I mean? They overcome that shit and they learn yes, you fucking can. Yeah. You got everything you it takes. Go.
0: You better get going. You get
1: get that shit <laughs> going. Get, it's I ain't you. letting
0: your I ain't letting your ass off the hook, so exactly, you better fucking exactly, get going. Bro,
1: exactly, man. Yeah, and that's that sometimes it's tough even with the parents cuz you got a a parent that that loves their kid and if their their kids over there, um, whatever it is, whatever, like my stomach or my head or I got whatever my my arm, my, whatever yeah. it is, and you got mom right there baby them, I mean, it's like that. You we need we're teaching them to overcome that. You don't need to go to anybody for your hurt. You don't need to go to anybody. I mean, I mean, if it's real shit, we're gonna take that shit serious. But if you're trying to find a reason to try to mom to baby you or grandma to baby you, uncle or whoever the fuck whatever it trying to, that yeah. it is to baby you, we're not allowing that shit. We're not allowing that shit. And then we do get where you get. Some of these kids that that they're in here, and you can see that they're not, uh, I guess, aggressive. That they're males that are not not really the aggressive, tough,
0: little, masculine. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. they,
1: a little more. I mean, they, they do better with music. They do better with other arts, which that's perfectly fucking fine. It's just a lot of times they feel like they are to be a man. I got to man up.
0: Yeah, I, I got to be. I got to be
1: tough. I got want uncle to fucking know that I'm this. I want grandpa. I want dad to, you know what I mean? And it's like. Yeah you're not you're not built for this shit you know what i mean you're not built for this year you're, you're you're a good dude you got a good heart you're a good girl you got a good heart whatever it is but it's just you're not you're not a fighter you're you're you got a, a great heart you get some of these guys it's hard to even get them to fucking hit you know what i mean like they get in there and they start sparring and you gotta like we have a guy um son of a bitch i took him to sparring denver this week dude holy fuck it was amazing but um we get him to spar with our teammates, and he's just so kind-hearted. He's like barely tapping. He yeah, he doesn't want to let go, and it's like.
0: You, you gotta gotta let him. You gotta let him like go this, a little that,
1: bit. That that's what this. Is, you know what I mean, it's it's what this this shit's about. You know what I mean? It's like it's. It, it it's tough, man. It, it's tough. It's it's, but it's fucking fun. It's fuck, though, man. You you guys ought you guys ought to come down here, man, and um, dude,
0: we're gonna have to come. We're, gonna have, no a, sure. we're gonna have to sure. we stop yeah, by. I'm, you got I'm, me pumped right now with all dog, this. Dog. Pretty I'm, much I'm, gave me the. I'm, the, the I'm, 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 i want you guys. motivation right week. now. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna give you guys both a week, fucking a free there week, man, go. a free week over here, right, man, and so. All
0: right, dude. I want you guys to get over here during training camp. you up on that
1: training camp for sure, man, for sure. I'm gonna
0: have to take you up on that because I've been, I personally been like a lot of. That's, that's what I was talking about, this guy over here, yeah, about the MMA, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: More like, you know, I I feel like I might know a little bit, but it's not. I mean, it's not enough. Like, yeah. I heard I heard a quote today from, uh, uh, what's his name? George St. Pierre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, everyone's a champion when they're hitting the bag. Like, yeah. and a bag you yeah, every, hit you I, back. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to hit you back, so you think you're fucking good until you yeah. actually start going. So I say it's a whole different ballgame. You know, ball, you just start, just at least to know... Something you know, maybe like you, a you little self-defense stuff. Of, stuff uh, you know, a you ever do any
1: type of competitive stuff like wrestling, uh, karate, anything like that? No, I never. I never have. You, you never had bas- no. basketball, anything? I did you football. Sports? Football. Yeah. okay. Yeah, we so played so you football here. here. at mm-hmm. all? Yeah, football oh, and
0: basketball. Gonna, that's the thing with me. I, I'm I'm competitive as fuck. So once that's you start, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to be the best. Yeah, and that's that's why I have never got into it, dude. Because I because I because I already know how I am. Way, like like if i like if, I, if I'm like if I go for a fucking run, like and I'm running running right next to somebody, like
1: I'm gonna be in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like I'm, I'm like I'm gonna
0: be a little like bigger, whatever. But if I'm lifting, like like I'm, we're, I'm, we're going. Yeah, yeah. But I'm. You're putting like up physically. More than you. Yeah, like physically, like I'm. I'm not you gonna stop. You challenge yourself. You
1: challenge yourself. That's good,
0: man. And that's the thing, like, and I've been I've been able to do it. You know, I'll be like I'm just gonna go run two three miles. You know. By the time you're done, it's like I just ran five miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this
1: know, is the and, best place to this is the best place to get that in there, my man. I'm That's the thing. Telling that's you, that's, dog, that's the thing. But
0: see, like, that's the thing with me. Amazing. I I, I kind of know how I am, so it's like that's good, that, that's one thing that's kind of kept still me a away from
1: maybe, man. You know. You'd be able to compete and take this shit. Now, somewhere. see that's, see something see something
0: that's what I don't want to. I don't want to go to the competitive. I feel like I don't
2: know. Just more for like the workout and knowing. I
1: even if if that's what it is though, with the competitive nature, you'd make you'd fucking be a hell of an asset to the team as far as a sparring partner, teammate, you know, shit like that. If you wouldn't want to but I could guarantee if you're in here rolling with these dudes like that, you're gonna to want to compete, man. There ain't no fucking doubt. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that's no why. No doubt, man.
2: I'll no tell doubt. you, That's why I have it. So so you guys like take people too like don't don't want to compete, just like, want to do it for the workouts. Well, we the ones that want to do, do you know? it for the
1: workouts. Yeah, they they well, we have a strong, like I said, man, we're like a family over here. Everybody's everybody knows everybody, everybody's we're we're here reaching out outside of the gym, doing things together, you know, reaching out if you need help with this. I mean, whatever it is, man, we're, we're we're real big like that, so a lot of the non competitive team they'll go with us to go to the sparring match. They go to the competitions, like we got a uh, coach Chris going to be fighting on May 1st, and we got everybody, everybody, you know, what I mean, they're like, So, well, where, where are we yeah, getting we tickets? Gotta, and we got, go. um, huh? in fact, I'm going to put this out there right now if you're interested, on May 1st, we'll be fighting First. in Cheyenne, and uh, the only way you can buy tickets is online at spartase.com. And when you buy the tickets, you type in the code sturgeon,
0: which is his we'll, last. We'll, name. we'll type that on right there, so you can yeah yeah so get that in there. It. Throw that link we'll up there, man. There. But
1: you type in sturgeon, and uh, my man here gets gets a portion of the of the ticket sale. So oh, that's, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah. he already he
1: already. Yeah. Uh, declared that the the whatever he makes off the ticket sales is going towards mats and going towards that the wrestling room.
0: Oh okay. The need the the stuff any, over yeah, that, yeah. So you want to help go out, go you want to buy a, out a there ticket and
1: support. Exactly. There you to support even oh, if you yeah. can't show up and you want to buy it so, you know you want to help out and support buy a ticket and show some love, man. We got
0: How's it going How's it going to work out for the and, and uh, for you, like the tickets cuz you know like I mean with the well, whole are they going to be open? The tickets
1: to go to the show online. But uh, I was just reminded there's a live stream. when You you can buy to watch it at home, live stream. And I I think it's a pretty reasonable price. It's a pretty reasonable price. And also when you do that, type in Sturgeon. Type in Sturgeon because you get a a portion, like I said, a portion of the sales goes to uh, Chris Sturgeon. And he already dedicated any of the money that he makes from that is going to the wrestling room and it's going to the... Fort Morgan Gladys wrestling program so if also, you guys want to help cool. out get
0: online man check help it out. out
1: even if you can't make it purchase a ticket show some love That'd you be know. good
0: yeah show some love make make it a better place exactly, I mean man. He, he, he's, he's doing, willing man. to he's willing to donate his part make it a better place for well, the well, community and, and, and for everybody else to train getting,
1: getting in, into Chris man how how he came along here he came from Sterling he was up there training with Garcia um Paul Garcia Garcia's sports training Center. that's where you're at right training with Paul Garcia and um and uh, he moved over closer this way and saw that we had the gym over here and he's got uh, two MMA fights two MMA fights already so he's got experience and he came okay. over and he's asked my fucking hey, let's go man We're let's training. It, we will train. we have a we have a, a jujitsu coach out of Iowa that was living in Denver he's a beast man it was a black belt unbelievable John Duvall but uh, Chris started rolling with him getting him going and uh, we started getting Chris prepared for fights and he just started entering jujitsu tournaments and just he's still very competitive so then uh he started coming here, training with us, and we had the wrestling team started coming. He just said, we need a wrestling coach. I mean, he jumped right in, man. He, he jumped right in and became the wrestling coach. So we started a wrestling program, and he's heading that right now. And uh, so he's the head wrestling coach, and our jujitsu jitsu coach moved to Iowa. Oh, okay. So we have a uh,
0: So is Chris, he going to be in charge of that, too? Or, or this is running
1: our jiu-jitsu, co- our jiu-jitsu program now. We have our head coach that's uh, living in Iowa right now. We have our assistant coach, Richard Hager, that is in Leadville. He tries to come down once a week, once every other week. He tries to make it down here, and he's, a, I believe, a purple belt or brown belt, purple belt, purple belt, and, uh, and Chris is a blue belt. So uh, he's coming over here and getting him trained up and getting uh, John Duvall's going to come on and kind of help start getting Chris ranked up, so he's getting the skill levels moving on up, the belt levels moving on up, and our entire program is going to move on up, you know what I mean? So I'm very grateful that we brought Chris on board and He's helping out, helping move our program, move our whole fucking gym, man, our whole Gladiator family. You know what I mean? Expanding yeah, our Gladiator family and making it happen. It, yeah, yeah. why well, I mean, just getting it out there to a, a group of people like a wrestling, the wrestling group, man. I would have never. I don't know shit about wrestling. You know what I mean? I love it. I love watching it, but I've never, I've never done wrestling before. I tried a little bit of jujitsu, some of the most uncomfortable shit I've ever tried. It was fun as hell, man. It's fun to do, but it's it was just. just different. It's just, oh, yeah. just a little intimate, man. That shit's a little. Give me some range and let me fucking punch you. You know what I mean? It's it's tough. I got a lot of respect for them, guys, man. A lot of respect for them, guys. That's a tough-ass sport where you learn a lot about yourself. just like boxing. But pulling Chris on board, though, we were able to keep that going, keep that program going, and actually help elevate a lot of our fighters in the MMA game because... I'll be honest, man. I don't know shit about the whole MMA. I've been boxing since I was a baby. That's all that I know. My family boxing is my thing, man. That's I know where I know my
0: my. You know part, that man. that, are, that portion Yeah, I know of the, my part, man, and yeah. I know
1: that I know where to let let these guys take care of the other part. Like, See that, that that's, a good, that's a good that's
0: like a, an important thing that you hit though right there because you're like. Like, You're humble enough to be like, Hey, I ain't good at that. shit. We'll, we'll get somebody else to teach you yeah. guys. I ain't gonna just try to teach you and say yeah, I'm good just because I'm you know, you gotta yeah, that, that's what, do that's your part. See a lot no, of like, I'm good at that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta, you gotta yeah, be able to separate that. I think that's that. what
2: like sets you like apart from a lot of other people. It's like you're honest with the uh, with like your. Your with, with your with yourself and with your gym and stuff and yeah like I respect part, for you, just I know my part I know I know honest.
1: my part and I know I know where and I know who to bring on like I said and there's been times where we had to let coaches go just because of like how they are outside of the gym it's like when you're in this gym you are a role model these kids are looking up to you. Yeah, how true much fuck you have? you're not just you a coach; you're, yeah, you're, just role a coach model. you're a role model. These kids are looking up to you. You're like, like, uh, for instance, we had a coach here that didn't know a whole b- lot about boxing, but he he knew enough, and he was um, and the kids ask him questions, and you can see where he didn't feel confident. and I had to let him know, like, man, don't 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 question yourself when these kids come up to you. I mean, because to you, I mean, to them, you're the boxing god, man. You you know everything. You're the, guy, you're yeah, the boxing yeah. god. You're like the the boxing. You know, you know. These kids are, you know, four, five, six, eight-year-old kids. They don't know shit about boxing. They're they're asking you. So they see you questioning yourself. You know what I mean? yeah. But going back to that other coach that was kind of presenting himself as a, 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 you know, outside of the gym, whatever it is that he wanted to do, he wanted to be a partying dude, which that's fine with me. I got nothing against that. You do you. You you you, Yeah, Yeah, you do you, man. It's just, if you're going to be in this gym as a role model, as a coach, we can't allow that shit. You know what I mean? We just can't allow that shit. It's just these kids are looking up to you, and I don't need mom and dad going back home, hey, I saw your coach at the bar. He knocked out three guys and this and that. You know Just what I like, mean? like, yeah. That's These not, kids yeah, get all fucking excited. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? These kids like, fuck yeah, my coach is a badass. Then they, no, they, they want to go do that. Yeah, they want to go out and do yeah, that type exactly. of shit. It's, it's like, a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. Like I said, you, you got coach outside of the gym like going to re- wrestling tournaments. You see him get. You know what I mean? Doing doing family shit. We're we're doing stuff together as a family. You're doing stuff, things like that. You know what I mean? He's competing outside of the gym in tournaments by himself. He's going to other boxing, other jujitsu gyms, other MMA gyms, getting training in. It's like we want kids to see that type of shit. That you're the that, motivation.
0: That that you're in it too. It's like when you were doing. I mean, you had your professional career. I don't I, I don't know if you still do your. Your career but you're you're training you're fighting and you're training other people yeah, yeah you're yeah. like you're in it it's not like oh i used to you yeah, know yeah yeah yeah. No, I'm and sure then they're I'm like, here, like 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 this other guy too he's he's in it you know that's he, he got his fights you, you know so he has to train he has to it's everything you know it's your training with you your eating it, you with your it.
1: everything you know? that's just it man you gotta live this shit it's gotta it's, it's gotta be you gotta live it man it's lifestyle yeah. it's not it's not just a a pickup sport that you go you know what i mean like uh, i'll play a game of basketball and i mean you, you don't play basketball for a fucking three years like oh uh, you know the boys are playing a game of ball i think i'll go play you yeah. boxing mma that type of shit Jiu-Jitsu, it's not like you don't play you don't play it's not a game you play you get in there and it's fucking it's the real deal you got a dude in there yeah. trying to tear your damn head off you know what i mean you can't you, you got to be prepared and, and that's one of the things these guys man i'm uh, getting into that man Changing changing from the, hitting the bag, and like you were saying, you're, everybody's a champion on the bag, everybody's a badass on the bag. That shit changes once you get in there to spar. Like I said, there's levels, and we kind of slowly progress them on up to be able to just go hardcore sparring. And the anxiety level, the nerves, and I'm not shitting you, but would, you would, it's surprising somebody that's been training for three months and has never sparred in great shape. They can go fucking rounds and rounds on the bag. You put them in there one round with another person.
0: Hey. They go fucking All the fucking blank. Goes out the window. They yeah, they go They forget exactly. everything.
1: <laughs> they forget everything. They forget to breathe. They forget their steps. They forget because that, that anxiety, the nerves, you're on a whole different level, man. It's a whole different level of fucking
0: everything. It's, it's something it? else for yeah, sure. It's a whole,
1: and that's the shit that I love, man. I love that shit. That, that's the, that those position. are the moments. Oh, man. It's, I'm moment. telling you, man, that's that's the heat of the battle, man. That's the shit that I love. I love that shit more than anything. And any, any competitive fighter that they'll know that's got the competitive nature, they, they know got that man, edge. It's, Getting in there and doing that—that's it's that's what it's all about, baby. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So you said you guys, uh, like, uh, he does—he uh, trains MMA and wrestling. Have you had any guys like say from the high school guys or something like, on their off season that want to come, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, touch up on their stuff or you know keep keep in the in the loop, you know, because then they'll go, they're they're. The season to wrestle or whatever exactly. is only a couple months, and you then you're the whole year. Well, the, and you want to come back next year, you're not going to be the they're same. They're just
1: putting that out there right now. They're the uh, coach Chris and Coach Kelly, Kelly Ewing and uh, Siobhan Ewing. They have kids that wrestle there. Them that that family right there, the Ewing family, uh, Chris uh, Sturgeon and uh, Leo Bonilla. That like them were the kid. They were the ones that were consistent here wrestling every day before I said, Hey, we have this much mat space. Is it sufficient? You know, th- those those are the ones that that like. Uh, I'm shitting, man. I forgot your fucking question. I'm sorry. I was going on.
0: No, y- y- if the like high school guys, if you had yeah, high yeah, school guys come, that kind of want to they, train they, in their
1: off-season. When, when the, they, they were over here training. They're, they're putting it out there now that the season's over, but we are going to be doing... You're continuing the wrestling practice all year. So they're kind of putting it out there. And before, that's when COVID was it. going on, they shut down the wrestling. We had a girl that's even stopped by the high school wrestling coach, and we had about four, three or four of the kids that were coming in, and they asked if they can... And we kind of let them in the cage. We done our boxing thing out here and let them do their thing in the cage.
0: Okay, so we did cool. have
1: some of them that were kind of wanting to keep up on keep their up. shit. You know what I mean? Stay, stay, stay training. And, like, right now, I'm going to put this out there right now. Coach Chris Sturgeon and Coach Kelly Ewing are letting, letting all the wrestlers know on offseason we are still training. We're still doing wrestling training, and I believe they're still going to tournaments. Shit, we got three of our coaches even wrestling in, in a tournament in Las Vegas.
0: Oh, really? It's like a
1: 36-and-older division of a tournament, and we got Coach Chris wrestling in the in the tournament. We, got, Shit, we got uh, Coach Chris Sturgeon, Coach Kelly Ewing, and uh, Leo, huh? Coach Leo Bonilla. Is he going in that one, too? And, uh, which one? Aaron Flores. Aaron Flores also. We got four of the, the wrestling coaches that are going to be competing with our kids that were they're taking to that tournament.
0: And, and, and how does that work? Do they still go by, like, weight classes and yeah. stuff? Or? Oh, yeah, it's, it's still a weight yeah.
1: classes, but I believe it's a 35 or 36 years old and older. is, Yeah, yeah, 36 and older, and then uh, you go 18 to, thir- to 35, you know. It's, so these kids, they won't, they'll hopefully not be in there with some kids fresh out of, well, they will, can't be fresh out of college, you know uh. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they, that's yeah. though. They, but they've been training, they've been putting in the damn work, man. It's fucking awesome watching them. Watching these guys,
0: Watch, work, watching them, you know, yeah. bro, watching them do. Well, it's
1: just, it's just the, at the age that they're at, they're over thirty six, and they're they got that determination, they got that drive. You can see that fire, that they fire lit in going? the ass again. You know what I mean? It's like they got that fire burning again and that motivation. They're in here grinding, and you got Coach Chris working their asses off. It's badass, man. It's it's amazing.
0: And how, how does it work for them? Like, because I mean, obviously they do. It, I'm guessing they, they love it because they do it. But is there, is there like do they start getting? like paid for, to do stuff like this they're, or they're to red, do it, is boxing, it all on their own or the, the how, boxing, how does that
1: work on the boxing end of it um it's uh when you turn professional man that's that's kind of one of the things that i'm real cautious with because it gets to be a dirty game man motherfuckers are ruthless anytime money gets involved things get
0: ugly you got you got more than enough hands willing to take yeah, everybody put, try sure. and put their hand in
1: your pocket and that's kind of i've watched that over the years in the boxing game and me being kind of my own my, my dad my me my myself and my mom my brother's kind of doing our own thing as far as promoting ourselves and doing our own thing and um, watching how dirty these motherfuckers are. Man, it's ugly, dude. It's ugly as shit, dude. They don't, anytime they can try to get over on you, they try to get you to fight for as cheap as possible, minimal, nothing, for yeah. nothing, you know what I mean? And it's like, so you're the you one out there everything? risking your fucking life and putting everything on the line. Not all of them, I shouldn't say all of them. It's just that, you know, it gets to be, they're trying to find the the cheapest bidder. Who's the lowest bid? Who's yeah. the lowest you know what I mean, and you get like I'll give you a for instance. My, my my professional career when I um I turned professional in 05 and I wasn't going very long. I got a mortgage when I was 20 years old, and um, not realizing the commitment that I was making. It was like fucking. That's no bullshit, man. Like yeah, mortgage is like a fucking mafia, man. They don't give a fuck what happens in your life. Pay, there, me. Bitch, for, pay me. You're yeah, there. Pay me. you're there for thirty yeah, years. Yeah, or whatever. they don't I'm give a fuck. For, You know. Yeah, they ruthless. don't care what happens. Oh, you lost your dog. I don't give a fuck. Your mom died. I don't give a fuck. You. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. What happens. Pay me. You know what I mean the mortgage? I didn't realize I was getting into a commitment like that. And um, I started getting behind on my shit. I'm, not, I'm no, you know I mean, from the hood, man. I'm just, I'm grinding. I was working. I'll get into my work history here in a little bit because I was very fortunate with that over my life. But um, I got behind on bills, got behind on, when you're a father of fucking, I had three kids by the time I was 18. You know what I mean? 22 was my fourth kid. And it's like, you got bills to pay. You got, uh,
0: you got stuff to do.
1: You got clothes to buy for school. You got, uh, you know what I mean? They're involved in sports. You got shit. So I get behind it on money and as a professional, they start offering me fights, and I'm not even, there was a time when I wasn't even training at all, and they're offering me fights, and I'm like, fuck, nah, I'm good, I'm good, well, we'll pay you another 1,000, they'll offer me that like 5,000, No, nah, I'm good, another 1,000, man, I can't get to that weight, we'll give you another 1,000, Then they, well, uh, another flight, another, and they're fucking twisting my arm to where I'm like, man, there goes, I'll get caught oh, back up on my mortgage, or like shit, there goes to kids' school it. clothes, yeah. there's, I know I ain't ready for this shit, but.
0: You gotta, it's going to catch get me
1: back it. up. So I'm like, fuck it. I did that, man. I, I started doing that shit. And it was like... It got to where...
0: How, you, that, how did those fights go for you?
1: I, I lost a lot of them, man. A lot of them I was unprepared. But I was... But I mean, it's because of shit this like that. I, it was because of shit like that. And it was out of desperation that I was taking the fights. But... I mean, when it boils down to it, I wouldn't have changed it, man. It was, it saved, I, I still got my mortgage, man. I'm still living in my house. I'm still, my kids, they were able to buy school clothes. I was able to buy food. I was able to.
0: The reason you did it for, I mean, everything that's was. That's all that, I'm saying, that, bro. It that was, that was the was reason you did it for. It. Yeah. And that's one,
1: one reason why I'm very grateful for boxing to be able to save me in that aspect of my life. You know what I mean? It was there for me when I was ready to fucking lose my house. I was ready to lose my mortgage. I was ready to lose like everything, man. Couldn't keep the fucking bills paid. Couldn't keep the utilities on couldn't, didn't have money to pay my do- buy my daughter's uh, school clothes, didn't yeah, have crazy, yeah. money for credit. Well, fuck, dude, when you have three kids by the time yeah, you're 18, it's, man, it's, money is a... You kind of
0: shoot butterfly. yourself
1: in the foot financially, yeah. dude. It's kind of like, you know what I mean? It, it's tough. I was, like I said, I got lucky with the, with my work history and how I got with, but when you got to that part of my career, it was like it started happening more often to where like they see that I'm willing to take a fight on a short notice. They're just like,
0: fuck they this, got, they're this like, guy. They're like, okay, we'll,
1: we'll offer this guy a low number and we'll know if we keep throwing more money at him, he'll do it. And um, I fight at 115 pounds, which is fucking tiny as hell, man. That's super flyweight. So there's not a lot of grown adults boxing at uh, yeah. at that weight, you know what I mean, at yeah, the levels that I was it's boxing It's hard at. to get
0: people. It's hard
1: to get people. So especially like uh, on a, a lot of Showtime's cards, I got connected with the dude John uh, Bannonati from Gary Shaw Promotions. And they had the contract doing all the fights on Showtime through like uh, 2008 up into like 14 and 13 and shit but um so i was connected with him a lot and he was actually the one that gave me the nickname the gladiator
0: oh, okay how'd, I, how'd, how'd you get that hey,
1: check this shit out man i was out in uh what was it in uh it was in california where the fuck was it santa barbara i believe it was and we had we had a fight and it was a showtime card and it was like the fourth fight that i had gone over there for that they had called me on on a short notice and it was yeah. like uh-huh. the first i i uh, lost the first one the second one they stopped it because i cut my eye and it was a what's called in the third fight i got a draw Oh okay. no! I won one. I lost one. I won one and had a drawn one. Okay. And uh, the dude, uh, John Ben he was like, "Damn, bro, he was, they're bringing you out here to get slaughtered, man." And you know, because I mean? that's what it was. They're bringing me out there as an opponent they to get a beat. Po- yeah, they, just, they needed a win. Yeah, they, they needed an a easy order. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "They're bringing you out here to get slaughtered, man. You're fucking making them work, man. You're like a little fucking gladiator." And it was, it was like, you know, what I mean, around that time when the gladiator movie came out, early two, uh, it was like, I was, that was a big movie in my, you know, that I, I watched, and it was like he called me that and then after that with the night of my fight at the Waynes and shit is when he called me that. Then when I fought they announced my name as Ernie the Gladiator Marcus and that really? shit lit up. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah I was pumped as fuck, bro. It was dope. It
0: was dope. Once you that get, it, hell, once, you yeah. get like, like, once you get it, like, I feel like, once you get like a little nickname like yeah, that you're yeah. just like, hey, well, it, yeah. Well, it was like bitch, it stuck man. like
1: that and then after a little while they even had it on my box rec as Ernie the Gladiator Marcus and then it was like it kind of stuck, you know what I mean? And then, we started, um, we, we brought that name back to the team, like the gladiators were, the gladi- we're all little gladiators, you know what I mean, we're all, and, and that's what it was, is we were, the kids that we had on our team were not, not any of them from, uh, from households that had money or from households that were well off, you know what I mean, it was, it was households that were fighting, it was, it was a, tough, a tough fight for these kids, and like I told them, you guys have been brought up as gladiators. You're you you're sitting out there looked at looked down as as, as losers as somebody that's not gonna. You gonna guys are, anything. You get, Yeah, you're, you're not supposed to, to do fuck, this. But yeah, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to be successful. You're not supposed to be on top of the world like you are. Let's own this shit. Let's take uh, it. We, we take took over. that name, bro. And like I said, it's it's one thing that we let these guys know, man. No matter where the fuck you're at, you got what it takes, baby. Let's let's you know what I mean. And that gladiator name stuck, man. It's it's pretty dope, dude. It's been pretty stuck badass, man. For a while. Yeah, it's stuck, and I, I got a lot of pride in that, man. I take a lot of pride in that. It's, it's beautiful, man. That,
0: that's one of the things that's pretty good, because you say, like, all the excuses you have, or that you say, or whatever, all the excuses in the fucking book are, like, they're they're valuable. I mean, they're valuable. Like, it's an excuse, but I mean, every bad shit happens to good people. All the time, man. All, all, the, the, time. all the fucking time. So it's like, your excuses are valuable if you want to stay in that same spot. Yeah. But, but if man, you want to grow, if you want to do something that's else, what it is man, the growth
1: and the change. Like you, you gotta can't,
0: decide. Yeah. You got to decide, make a decision right there. Like, yeah, like this, th- this excuse I'm putting put right now is valuable. Like, yeah, it's understandable. Like everything, my situation. Yeah,
1: and, you, and that's one thing I learned. You can but make you gotta any take, excuse. You got to take charge. You can make any excuse work for you. You, you. Any individual can make any excuse work for them that they want. I don't give a fuck what it is. You can make it work for you. And you like you said, it's, it's valuable. It means they really. it's really a good excuse. It's an excuse. To you, it is. You Anybody can do that. You know what I mean, though? That's,
0: that, that's, that's the, the game changer, that's pretty much. That's the game changer, baby.
1: You, when you decide that it's, you want to change, that's what I said. And, and continually doing that, like, they in here, I can't. I don't know if I can continue, man. I'm so tired. But continually program them. You can. Yes, you can. Keep fucking Keep going. going. Keep going. They do that over and over and over. It's in their mind, man. I can't. I can, that I can shit's fucking out the door. It's, it's out. Yeah, shit's out, you know what I mean? It's I can, and that's that's where the power comes in, That's where in, you have man. to like take I'm it off. Like I'm saying, when there. they decide to make that change, that's where the power comes in, man.
0: It's like when
2: you're put in that uncomfortable situation, it's like you're not gonna grow as a person or as a fighter or anything until you're in that comfortable... Uh, that that adversity. Yeah, that yeah, that adversity stage yep, yep. and stuff.
0: <laughs> to, uh, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your pro career? I mean, some, some, like, some crazy fight or something, you yeah, know, that you had, Yeah, you yeah know? There's, been,
1: there's been a few of them, man. Like I said, it's... One of them, I would probably say, one of my most memorable fights. That I would say that was probably my favorite man. And, and this this goes goes into um, who I took with me in my corner. Uh, it was one of my childhood friend Ricky, uh, Ricky Trail. He recently passed away, man, about a month ago. I, don't, I may get a little emotional and shit start being like, "Are no, you good?" Yeah, I know, I know man. But it. it's, it's just you know what I mean that that fight. It was in a uh, oh uh, two thousand nine, I think it was, Yeah, two thousand nine, man. I took Ricky with me and I fought the um, two thousand four Olympic gold medalist. And in fact, he won the Olympics in 2000 also, man. Uh, Jan Bartholomew from Cuba. He was a Cuban dude. And I took him. They called me on a short notice on that fight too, man. like three When was days. that one? It was in 2009. But it was uh, they called me like in, in on a four-day notice. And they were like, yeah, hey, we shit. need an opponent. Yeah, well, because uh, a lot of times when they have the matches made, and uh, like uh, and during training camp a week out, one of the dudes fucks himself up.
0: Something happens. They, and- they
1: need somebody, and especially like, at, at my weight, there's not a lot of people. They don't have a lot of selection, so it's like... Get someone. Get somebody quick. it don't matter what the fuck it costs. Get him. And, and it was like I wasn't even trying. I was training for another fight at the time. And my boy Ricky was here training with us because he was fighting too. He moved back, moved over here from Pueblo to kind of get his get his shit right, get his life right because there was a lot of bullshit going on with him. and know. Uh, so we, I took, I was like, fuck, you know, we took that Let's fight. Go. My dad, my dad, me and Ricky was in uh, Tucson, Arizona.
0: So, do, so when you go out there, do, do they pay for them to fly out there with you? Guys? Yeah, they fly.
1: They they. What they'll usually do is they'll usually fly myself and at least one cornerman.
0: Okay.
1: I, but I'm always shooting for two just because it's nice to have two people in my corner yeah. when I'm going. But they took me and two of my cornermen out there. That was badass. I even got sponsored by Everlast. They bought me new uniforms, new boots, and shit. It was pretty dope. Oh, awesome. shit. That's it was pretty, pretty dope. But, but having that one with me, and uh, he was the, he had just signed a contract with uh, Golden Boy, so he was supposed to be the new fucking Golden Boy badass. Yeah. Just out the Olympics, you know what I mean? Supposed to be a badass. And uh, he just turned pro or some shit, and I was. Uh, worked his ass over. It, it was dope. Were man. you guys
0: like the same age? Like that. Uh, yeah, day? he
1: was a little bit older than me at the time because he was a uh, I don't know if you know much about the Cuban boxing situation, but a lot of the Cubans over there stay amateur for a long time because they pay them, the government pays them to stay amateur. Oh okay. it's kind of like the world games type shit where they want to be the fucking best and they so they pay. However the it works, but they got a strong amateur program The Cubans always every every world world games, uh, Olympics, everything in boxing Cuba, Cuba has a strong team. So this guy was a little bit older than me because he had been boxing for a long time and supposed to be the fucking badass in the next. The next up, come, yeah, up, well, it was, coming uh, guy, yeah. I'm trying. Well, there was a couple of them that defected from Cuba. Uh, Jan Bartholomew and what the fuck was the other dude's name? In fact, my last fight in 2014, I fought on the undercard when he fought um, Terence Crawford.
0: Fuck, I can't think of the pretty dude's sure. name. Pretty sure a Another lot of people Cuban know Terence Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Pretty sure a yeah. lot of people know Yeah, they ain't Crawford, but I'm trying to think of who the, the fucking Cuban dude was, but it, them two defected, the uh, guy that I fought in the Yon Bartholomew, and um, fuck, I can't think of his name. But, um... Yeah, so and but he got cut off a of Golden Boy after I beat him, and he kind of oh, yeah? his career went to He's shit after that. Yeah, him, like, I kind of got kind of for a free paycheck here. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I let him know, man. They brought the fucking Gladiator, in. He, he, he you chose the wrong easy. fucking guy, man. It was a bad run. I've done that quite a few times, man. I pulled some upsets, and it's they would call me on a two day notice. One time in Santa Barbara, I went up there. My brother Steve, my dad, and me. That was fucking awesome, dude. It was dope. They called me up there, and that was another televised fight, and it was in a. Where the fuck were we? because my de- my brother was running. It was where a lot of famous people live. Where the fuck is the name of that? Oh, I can't think of the name of that little that town out there in California.
0: California. Where? And there's
1: it's a damn dude. I can't think. Cause my brother ran that area where he and he saw ah uh, what the fuck is it? Calabasas, in Calabasas, California is where the fight was. And yeah, and I just know a lot of famous people live out there because we started looking into that shit. And My brother went running. He saw like two or three famous people and was just like, what the fuck? This, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty dope, but we went out there, man. And I pulled an upset on him. They was dope. I was actually the highest paid fighter on that card right there, man. I got some really? like nine thousand like dollars or some shit. And it was a, a smaller show, so it was they were trying to highlight their uh, their local dudes. And they called me in there like on a four day notice. I went in there, beat the fuck out of him.
0: It was crazy. I
1: went in there the day of the <laughs> wins. Cold, I dude. weighed in the next day. I fought, and I flew out that same day. It wasn't, wasn't but Dang. a two day trip. Oh shit! Flew over there, weighed in, whips ass. Took the Mag. money, got got paid, and got home, man. It was dope.
0: Job's done. I'm out, huh? Yeah, it was. It was a trip, it's but cool. I was
1: doing a lot of that shit, though. Them short notice ones, like I was saying, it was just because they, like I was telling you, man, they would twist my arm, and
0: I would. It would be tough ass you. fights.
1: Every time you take a road fight, that shit's gonna be tough. It's gonna
0: be tough. You no got matter the jet what. lag and everything well, You well, get there. I feel like that. That's tough, but but for the
1: most part, when you're fighting uh, on the road, it's gonna be somebody else's promotion. So it's. They got a promoter putting the money in. They're trying to buy them wins. They're trying to get people for easy, them. To,
0: they're trying to get them, trying to get them easy, easy
1: wins, wins. Is basically what it oh, is. Okay. So you got to know when you're going over there fighting in somebody's backyard. It's you're going to have fucked as an up, huh?
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's fucked up, bro. It's so fucked does up. Does that so. give you like another like little extra chip on your shoulders? Like they're it, bringing me kinda, here just it, a,
1: and it's kind of you're not only fighting the dude, you're fighting the crowd, you're fighting the judges, you're fighting the referees. You know what I mean? Oh. Like you got all odds against you when you do that shit. Like I'll, I'll give you another example when I fought in Rhode Island. I'm trying to think of what name it was. The dude was a tough dude, and he was undefeated. It was supposed to be some badass. Uh, Pichu was his, his nickname, and he was a tough dude. I mean, I mean, but he he was a. It, it was in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, and he was right there from Lynn, Massachusetts, which is like right there. So I was like in his hometown, and um, I went over there another short notice fight. Got paid pretty pretty fucking nice though. They called me up over there, my dad, and I think it was just my dad and me. We went to that one, but we flew to Rhode Island. I went over there, man, and it was. It was crazy because I beat this fucking, I beat the dog shit out of this dude. In fact, the fights on YouTube even I beat each to look round on round one, round two, and <laughs> round three. It's uh, Ernie Marcus versus Sander Bochamp or some shit. But man, I whooped his ass. It was crazy, man. I and uh, I beat him and they gave me a fucking draw.
0: Really? Yeah, that's, that's the, the type of oh dude, that's it was the, that's crazy. The type of shit. Bullshit.
1: Well, but it was we were it was badass. It was right after they gave me the draw, I kind of looked at the fucking crowd and I'm just going, man, everybody knows I beat I his ass. Like, I yeah. mean, Clearly, it was pretty fucking. Clear. Uh, I just whooped this guy's ass, and then um, uh, in uh, I, I walked around the ring. I put my hands up, and I started, you know, giving this number here, like fuck yeah. yeah. The crowd just started fucking going you off. You got it the chant just it was going dope. in his hometown. I had the crowd fucking rooting for me. It was badass. It That's was, badass, dude. Yeah, it was some dope shit, man. That's some some empowering shit. But like I was saying, though, man, with my career, taking a lot of the them fights like that, where you're not gonna get the
0: yeah, you're not gonna yeah, get the, the, the odds are of against yeah, yeah, the odds
1: are against me all the time. And I took a lot of those fights. Throughout my career, even up until the fucking end of my career, it was just like.
0: So, so are you done? You, you feel like you're I, done? I don't know, man. I depends January if they that co- that If they come, so, so so what happened? I heard that one was a pretty sh- a short one too. No, Dude, all my fucking fights are short notice, dog. I'm the gladiator. You, watch up, you just you just fucking chill, and and watch TV at home or something. They call me hey, up. Hey, you want
1: f- to? We we'll they just offered me a fight in Puerto Rico, just not that long. Really? Too, yeah, I'm just going. If they're willing to pay me enough at this age that I'm at now, man, I'm fucking 39 years old, man. I got. A lot of mileage. Like I said, not a lot of years. I mean, I'm not super old, but I got a lot of mileage. And that's why I tell these kids, I'm like, man, I'm fucking old. And they're like, you're young. I'm like, you I've been throwing punches in boxing since I could fucking stand up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. these shoulders, these these arms, it's like a lot of wear and tear on these fucking things. So it's like, I got to be careful. and I'm not going to go in there. And I, I'm a very lightweight, 115 pounds. I'm not taking super hard, powerful fucking punches like a heavyweight. Dude. Once
0: they get in heavyweight, like I they're mean, you got the heavyweights, makers. you got
1: them guys that got some hard ass punches, and that's where you can take a lot of damage. You know what I mean? So I've been fortunate enough to where I didn't. I'm in a smaller weight. I'm not taking punches from big heavy, heavy punches. I mean, I have been knocked down and shit before, but I've never been. It's never.
0: Nothing never how cold. Yeah. I've
1: never been like unconscious to where I'm sleeping, and they have to wake me up, and I wake up going, "What the fuck? Where
0: am I?" Yeah, <laughs> it's never
1: been that. It's been right. I hit the floor, boom. I'm like, "Oh, like, fuck." A little days, yeah. I'm like, "I'm good. I'm good." Then they stop the fight, and it's like, "Fuck." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not stuff not, like that. Shit like that, or they'll stop the fight because they'll uh, you get a cut on your eye, and if the blood's pouring down, it's just like, "Shit, they'll stop they it." Stop. Or, yeah. Shit like that. But had like, the stoppages that I had were because of that.
0: That stuff. I said the, the
1: last, the end of my career, which made my my record super shitty. It, it then were losses on my record, but I would have to say in life, those were wins. So I, I still got my that's house. All ma- that I, I, I got my you know what I mean. My family. I got my house. I got you know what I mean. I, I don't feel like I I lost with them fights. See, I and mean, there's that- a loss on my record, and it, it was. Don't get me wrong, you know what I mean. I I, I like. I don't like to lose. It's not something that I fucking nobody wants to fucking lose. But yeah. <laughs> I would have to say, uh, when I look at the big picture, overall, that was a win, man. Because it dip- wins. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. Like you can, you can be like you lost in someone else's life, but you knew what your goal was. Your goal was for. So it's like I'm good. I, like, I
1: knew I was trying to get my two mo- two months caught up on my, my mortgage. I knew that I was trying to get my Christmas made for my kid, my my kids. I knew that I was trying to. You know, I mean, it's just like. And that was my goal, so I accomplished my goal. That's a fucking victory for me. It was a loss of my record, which that does suck. That is shitty, man. I don't like that. But I was able to, I was able to move forward, man. I'm able to move forward with that. I'm content where I'm at. I'm happy where I'm at. I know exactly what the fuck I did with my career, and I know I could have went a different route. But I also know that I was working 50 to 60 hours a week while I was training running a boxing gym and that's, raising my that's, family. That's,
0: that's rough. Yeah, that's dude, that's I,
1: hard. That's hard. It's fucking... I don't even know how many... It, it seemed like there was like at least 50 hours in a day back then or some shit, dude.
0: <laughs> long it, long it, ass fucking long I don't even
1: know how the fuck I made it, how that fucked that, how that worked. Bro. I don't even know how I even... It's crazy, man. It is amazing. I'm just... I'm grateful maybe for you're the people gonna
0: have to have myself with. Maybe it. you're going to have to go back to... Go over to Puerto Rico and get it, no, get God, it going, dog, <laughs> I got my passport
1: now and they're even asking me about Japan if I'd be interested. I'm like... Damn. Yeah, yeah Japan. That's very, very the possible. The price is right. Very, very so possible. Like, like, uh, you,
0: maybe take my, my whole family, get us a badass well, hotel, we might go for a week. That's <laughs> what my wife, my wife was like, you're not
1: going overseas. I'm going, why the fuck not? She's like, what happens if they they do another run of the COVID and they shut down the airlines? And I'm going to be a Japanese man for a while, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah. but I, I see where she was a little worried her concern is, but... Yeah. Man, it's life, man, I mean, let's live this shit, man. Let's, let's fucking have some fun, I'm ready to roll, man.
0: So so how, cause I know when they do the, when the people are, like fighters, they go professional, like MMA or boxing yeah. and stuff. They, did you guys have to do like random drug tests and all that shit, or how uh, does that work? There, there
1: are, it depends on the, the commission. Cause they have US- like US- the state.
0: USADA or something like that? What's yeah, called?
1: well, like, um, for instance, like in California, they'll pick like uh, three fights on the card, like they have a fight card of like 10, 12 fights. They'll pick three fights, and those three fights gotta do a drug test. Oh,
0: okay, so, it's, so just like they, random. it's just random
1: as fuck. Yeah, it's random as fuck. And in fact, I got myself in trouble one time. I Hate to admit this, but we're being real, man. We keep laying it all out oh, there. I gotta man. be real. But I was a, uh, I was a uh, in California, and I had had a fight. Man, and I did pretty fucking good. I won the fight and everything, man. But I, I took, they they called my card to, um, to piss for the piss test, and my shit came back with fucking marijuana, and it's like, well, that was illegal in California, and. So I got suspended, a $1,500, I was suspended for six months and a $1,500 fine. That's crazy. Yeah, that was shitty as shit, man. That sucked ass.
0: And how how did that fight go? Did you win? I won that fight, but I ended up having to. still fucking smoking. I'm kicking ass. (laughs) Well, man, I I got,
1: I raised four daughters, man, and learning, learning to deal with that, learning to deal, learning patience. I would have to say that that's been probably my fucking go-to to keep me in line. Because alcohol, I, I lose control when I would drink. I, I don't know control. So you're,
0: done, you're down to Alcohol I don't drink is alcohol like... no,
1: no I hadn't drinking alcohol in, nah, shit, hard alcohol, fuck, man. It's been, I don't know, close to 10 years maybe. And then that's a, that's eat a beers, I, I think my wife said like four years or five years or something has been. So it's just, but I don't, well. I need I need to calm my nerves and I need to relax, but I want to stay in control. And with it, with, with my weed with my, my small joints man i like to twist my flower and i, I stay in control and i'm calm calm my nerves keeps me in control and i'm good so
0: what do you think what, what do you think for that because i mean because you're if you're boxing your body takes a lot of punishment like your joints or whatever yeah, well, what, yeah. like with that cbd or just to help your recovery it helps
1: you it helps you to relax helps you recover yeah and there's a lot of different cbd stuff that and, I, and even our coach chris i think was looking into doing some of the cbd stuff to help with the recovery and, and like I said, I I myself use use like I said, man, that flowers for my fucking to calm my nerves. I need to. I raised four daughters, man. I had three three girls by the time I was eighteen. That shit's.
0: You need to put it in slow motion a little oh, bit. Oh man, <laughs> it slows things
1: down a lot to where I'm able to grasp the fucking whole concept of what of life. You know what I mean? It's like shit. You know what I mean? You get you we overwhelm ourselves, and when you're that young with three kids, you overwhelm the fuck out of yourself. So it's yeah. like you don't. We all overwhelm ourselves. That's just one way that I used
0: to. Just. Pretty much, just Calm pause, my nerve in, think yeah. about the situations. Yeah. And well, and, and one thing bit. too
1: is, is I stopped smoking weed like during the day, from when my my youngest daughter was one years old. I stopped smoking weed during the day. I stopped I wouldn't smoke until she'd fall asleep, because I noticed myself getting lazy when she was when I was baby. I would go home for lunch, I will smoke, and then I I was just fucking. I'm just laid out. Just She's crawling tight. all over, wanting to play and shit. And I'm still playing, but yeah. I'm just. Not as that I'm not like engaged I'm, or, Yeah, I'm not present. Yeah. I'm not, I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm not present. So I was like, fuck, man. I realized that. And so I stopped smoking weed altogether during the day. I would just. Every, after she'd fall asleep, I start, I'd start smoking.
0: But, but, but what happened Did you? Was there, like, a moment in, in that time where you are just like, fuck? Like, where you just, like, say you, she'd crawl over you and yeah. play? But was it just one day you are just like, fuck, uh, man, yeah, what am yeah, I doing? it was.
1: It was one day I got, I got home from lunch. We were living on, on Main Street over on the Taco John's house. That's where we lived, and I was working with my boss. I came home for lunch, and right when I got home, I smoked a little bit. And as she was outside wanting to ride in her little, um, we had a little fucking um, a power wheel. Okay. She wanna ride in the power wheel, and I'm just going, ah, oh, you know what I mean? I was all fucking, and she damn didn't.
0: She was all sad.
1: Well, my wife kind of yeah. lit into my shit a little yeah. bit, and you know, she just like really put me on. So I'm like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, so I saw it, and that's kind of I'm like, damn. And then I started realizing the next day, same shit. She wanted to go on the power wheel, and then it was like, fuck, you know what? I'm fucking done. Now I mean, she doesn't deserve this shit, man. Yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? It's a trip, man. I think about my parental shit, and my thought process as a parent, man. When you're a 15 year old dad, man. Oh, fuck. that shit that's what i said i don't even it, it doesn't even seem real to me man like i like the way i was thinking doesn't seem like a 15 year old would think like that's fucking crazy to me
0: yeah i really it. wanted to be a dad
1: man i was loving that shit it was crazy
0: yeah it's a crazy it's a it's a crazy lifestyle i mean i guess it,
1: it's unbelievable but, man and i think being there watching her born and cutting the umbilical cord I, I think i and on all my girls i cut the umbilical cord because after that first one it was like I know I can, so I want to. You know what I mean? It's like it was, it was, it's empowering, kind of man. You know what I mean? Like it's like, that's that like connection from your 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 wife, your kid. You, you know, I mean, it's fucking beautiful, dude. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, un- I remember un- that unforgettable shit. moment for sure, dude. I mean, hey, hey, I, I, was, I, I had a daughter, and I, I went through it too. So, I mean, yeah, It's unforgettable for sure. know,
1: it's a, it's a fucking that was a point in my life. Like I said, at fifteen, though, man, I had just turned fifteen. That shit's crazy.
0: But that's that shit, different.
1: that that's wild, man. That's wild, but that changed the whole ball game right there. That changed my whole
0: fucking. Yeah, go, going back to, like, what you said, like, you, you said you, <clears throat> you'd kind of go, like, at home, you know, you'd fucking you'd roll some flour stuff, you know, get high. But people do that shit right now unconsciously. They're doing it on their fucking phones. They go there, they go there, and they're fucking just on their phone. Their kids are over there. They don't got time for their kids to go Damn. play with their kids, That's to go fucking show, breaks, them, breaks show them stuff. Heart, man. It's just a different type of drug. It is, it's just, man. and that's it what is. people don't realize. They don't. Man. That people the think it's fucking drug. P- people, people think it's it's easier. Like, no, I'm I'm not that bad. I, I don't oh, fucking do are, drugs. Man. I don't do this. Like, you're on the worst fucking thing. Like, yeah, but you just, don't know. You don't
1: realize, and the problem is, is, we're we're giving it to these kids with no supervision. You know what I mean? It's just you give it to these kids with no, and I should say, parents are using that shit as babysitters, giving it to their kids with no supervision. Because the they'll be like,
0: y- I mean. Y- I mean, and that's pretty much they're everybody just checked does out it.
1: Like you were saying, man, they're checked out. Like, I, I stopped smoking weed because I know when I was checked out with my kid, I recognized it, I recognized it and I'm like, fuck that up. Yeah,
0: that, that takes a lot of fuck. Well, I, that's what I said, that <laughs> That's man, my hard, thought process dude, like, As a parent, just, it's
1: fucking crazy, bro. It blows my mind. You're not, another
0: fucking level. Like, I like I, for real. Like,
1: I, well, dude, that's what I said. Like, in a good,
0: like, I don't mean in a bad way, but yeah, yeah, like, you ain't normal, like, in a bad way. I know what you mean, bro. I know what you mean But you don't want to be normal. I think
1: back at that shit. It's like, dude, I don't even, like I said, I don't even know how the fuck I was even thinking that. It blows my Mind, man, the whole the whole thing, the whole the whole ride, man, the whole fucking journey has been beautiful. But it's like, man, how mature my mind was at such a fucking young age is just insane, dude. It was like, I mean, as a father, I guess. And I'll I'll tell you another pivotal point in my life that made the that was the game changer altogether, man. When I was seventeen, I went. uh We were living here already, and I was already living on my own. We had already had our own place. We made a trip back to Pueblo and uh, my boys, in fact, it was my same homeboy Ricky that just passed away. Bless his soul, man. My, my brother Ricky, uh, him, my my homeboy James, and my cousin Leonard. We did there that was the first time that I ever did acid. And then motherfuckers gave me, I took two hits in the morning and then two hits later on in the afternoon. And that shit was a journey that was I, I well dude, dude, I wasn't I wasn't in this son of a bitch, man. I was I was in a whole different round, but I was able to see everything, 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 man. And I could see my it was just— What was What'd you the game learn from changer. that? I learned, I learned that. My daughters had— I was the— I, Nobody was going to love my daughters like I love my daughters. Nobody was going to give my daughters the, the what they needed like Dad was going to be there for them. Nobody was going to care for my daughters. Nobody was going to love my daughters. Nobody was going to provide for my daughters. And I only had two daughters, man. I was 17. But nobody was going to provide for them. Nobody was going to do nothing. And it was a trip, bro. I went through all that. I went through, like, in my thought process— it was, it was a trip, man, because we were like all four of us connected and we were doing, it was some weird shit. Like I said, we weren't in this motherfucker, man. We were in a whole different realm. But it was a, uh, when we got to it and it got to to me because it was like, boom, that's life. And then Ricky went on with, with his life. It was like, we get to going, wham, 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 boom. We hitting different levels and it's like, bam, that's life. Leonard let us know what his life is about. It was like, boom, boom. You know, we start fucking, we're, we're rolling, we're flying, we're hitting different levels and boom, that's life. And it, it was like, <laughs> Wham! It hit me, man. And I'm like, motherfuck. I need my daughters. Need me, man. My daughter. I gotta go. him. from it was a bad trip. After that, it was a bad trip. What I would call a, would have called a bad trip at the time. But that was a fucking. Well, when I went back, exactly, though, I realized what the fuck it was. It was like I know I died, man. I was sure I fucking died, man. I died, and I know. Sounds fucking weird, but I know a part of me died that day, man. A part of me died, and that was the pivotal point in my life as far as being a dad, man. Because that that. That changed the ball game, and that changed my whole entire fucking life as far as looking at, looking at life as a dad, looking at life as a, a husband. I was not really a husband necessarily. I was still up to no good, fucking still trying to be a fucking thought I was a fucking badass and thought all the girls wanted me and thought you know what I mean. But that was the pivotal point, man. That shit changed me. That took me to a whole other dimension to see life and see my my myself as, as what what my daughters needed me to be, man. And from then on, it was. I was dad, dude. It was a trip. It was a, it was the craziest shit ever, man. I'm but I'm thankful and grateful for that moment, man, because if it wasn't for that moment I wouldn't have been able to see shit the way I see shit now.
0: Do you think people have to Experience something like that, maybe like with the, some sort of type of a fucking psychedelic or with the mm. weed or something. Because, like you said, like you, you're just you just think you're some kid, but I mean, some people yeah. it can it can fuck them up. Like Boy, if it fucks they do, my bad, it, it can fuck them up bad. But for some people, dude, they can flip Boy, their whole fucking life around.
1: And I, and a lot of times they're starting to use that shit now, even for like uh, uh, depression, for uh, uh, substance abuse, for shit like that. They're starting to use that shit. They're starting to use mushrooms and psychedelics and shit for that. And I wouldn't say necessarily that. It's necessary to do that. I mean, you can get into a state of meditation and you can, you can reach that point. You know what I mean any more I've learned. It's that
0: just that you, you just don't get to that point exactly because no, no I, f- I do bro. I, I do meditation like that, but I mean on a sober like without yeah. any exterior. Oh, bro, if you were, to substance ever, if force, you were to ever
1: do some, some meditation on and, and on um, and some psychedelics, even microdosing, man, that's a whole different ballgame. You're not gonna be able to fucking do it. No, no, you're, you're, you're able <laughs> to get, dive into I, yourself, bro. You'll dive into I, yourself you, more I mean than put anything, bro. Yeah, I mean it's and that's what I was saying, like it's pretty fucking it's deep, man, it's deep. But but you don't you don't necessarily need it. I wouldn't say it's necessary. By meditation, and that's one of the things I think we just lose ourselves getting caught up in all of the outside world, all the outside environment. We lose we lose track of our of of us of who the fuck we are. And right now with the social media, what I'm seeing so fucking much, especially over the past four years running the gym, you see this this. And uh, I guess the best analogy that I use for this shit is uh, kids are living their lives on a stage, and all these young kids anymore are living their lives on a stage. And what I mean by that is everybody all their peers their family even from out of town out of state everybody is watching every fucking move they make they're watching what job they get who they're with mom's mom bragging about the grades uh, the job that you i mean who who your girlfriend if you got cheated on if you were out partying this weekend if you were out you know what i mean you're just everybody's watching everything you do to where it's making it making these kids feel like they got to perform and they're basically fucking performing and that's what i say is this the social media is a stage for your ego to perform on, and that's basically all it is, man. Motherfuckers out there trying to be who they want everybody to believe that they are,
0: because that, that people are addicted to people's reaction. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. All it, it can it is. be negative or positive. They hold so don't don't much fuck. value
1: in it, man. They hold so much value in it, and like it, it's shitty. You can see a kid do some amazing shit, amazing shit. They put it on social media. They don't get the reaction that they were hoping they would get, and then it's like, fuck. I did not know what the fuck I did that. I didn't even know you was even doing that. And it's like. Fuck what anybody thinks. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's why I'm, I uh, try to beat it into my kid's head. That shit is not real. None of that shit is real. None of that shit is real. The shit you see on TV, none of that shit is real. None of that shit is real. That's all uh, propaganda. Cons-
0: propaganda. Whoever Construct pays the, the most is the living that's going to be on there. Construct the reality of whatever the fuck so, you want it to be, man. And it's like. So I heard something fucking pretty cool the other day. It, it says something. It was a. Uh, because you said, like, people, like, they got to perform. It's all it's about. But, but it man. says, but the, they were talking about, like, if you were, if you lived your life like if you're the fucking like the superhero of the action movie would you be doing the shit you're doing now like say you're that's the deep, superhero in deep, this yo. fucking movie yeah, yeah, yeah. are you going to be sitting at home deep, just man, fucking sitting deep. there eating cheetos and shit like yeah, that's, dude that's you're that's the superhero life, get the fuck up like, get the, the fuck we'll up do go do to yeah, yeah, or not good. just man, that dope. like and, 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 and but people think it's just like physical the easy the people the first thing they want to label is uh money yeah. Like, I, money. I no, like no. no. And then they want to go like this. No, Shit goes deeper. Yeah. Shit they, goes they put deeper. Value,
1: they put value on people.
0: It's that, your family. It's, this, that, it's yeah. your time. It's that's
1: your... That's what I'm saying. Time, time is way more value. I mean, it's like... It, and that's one of the things you're saying. They put that the money... They, they let money be their God. Is the way I see it. Yeah. That's the way I see it. They let money be their God. What I mean by that is they let money dictate...
0: Dictate what their... Every
1: fucking movement they're
0: making in life. And, that, and that's the problem. Like, the people will be like, oh, this guy makes... Uh, Two hundred thousand dollars. They feel like you give you certain respect. This yeah. guy only makes thirty thousand. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, fuck yeah, this yeah. guy. See, and, see, that, and that's, that's of the, the fucking things, problem.
1: That fucks me up right there, man. Yeah, that's one too. of the things where they put the value on that shit. Where it's like you're not putting any value in humanity and wh- how good of a person they are, how good of a heart they have, how much they're willing to help somebody, how much they love, how much love they're spreading, how much they're helping yeah. people. You don't give a shit about that. Like uh, there's, there's homeless people like my dog, my um like. We, we do a lot of shit with a with, with lot of like even out of town man in Pueblo a lot too we, we in Denver my brother he's working out there on 16th street where he does a lot of community work out. for homeless for homeless people and that's one of the things that you like homeless people man they're, they're a lot I wouldn't say all homeless people but a lot of them have that they are very compassionate they know what the fuck it's like to not have. To not have it. shit. So they're willing to if that's all that they're willing to give you all that they have. If they have a ten dollar bill, they're willing to give it all to you.
0: And, and, and it fucks me up more. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you have kind of seen some of this shit. People that be like, oh yeah, we I want to give to like homeless people, but when they go give them something, they're like, we gotta record it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So people, so people can see. Like, <sighs> if you really give a fuck about it, dude, you, you, it doesn't matter. No it, one has to see.
1: Nobody has to see that shit. Nobody has to see that shit, man. That, that was one of the things, man, that I that I. I I I don't like to put like I, I don't like my face to be the one. I did this. I did this. I, I bring it. It's my team, man. My team. We all do it together. I may be the one that initiated it, but that and that's kind of one of the things that I that that I was surprised when they fucking. When they hit me with that Citizen of the Year award, dude, I was yeah, like... Yeah,
0: so you got Citizen of the Year. Yeah, that you know, shit was
1: like... Because well, it's like, that's not what I do. I'm not out promoting. This is what I'm doing. Hey, guys, look, I'm helping just this person. I'm, I'm just no, I just I do that shit out of my fucking heart because I love to do that. See, that's stuff, what I
0: do. And that's the thing. Stuff will just fall in its place. You're doing your it stuff heart, just doing that out of your heart. Doing it
1: out of the love of my heart and doing it out of love, it's a whole different ballgame as opposed to doing it out of uh, status or out of... My daughter's called clout, trying to get, you know, trying to be fucking, you know, trying to be, trying uh-huh. to, and it's like I, ain't, we don't do that shit. That's why it was a surprising thing to me when I was nominated to that, and I found out that one of my wrestling coaches nominated me for that, and it was just like, that shit damn. didn't even seem real, dude. I was That's so crazy. fucking like flattered and shit, dude. I, did, I swear I didn't even want to get on social media when that first shit first came uh-huh. out, because I was just like all like, like flattered and shit, dude. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, people oh, really fuck. think that I'm fucking something, like they, like it was like, damn, quit, man. I'm like, it was like, man, you know what I mean? Like, stop, stop, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh-huh. like. I didn't even know how to fucking act, man. I was all flattered. I was all, every time I'd open it up, i see something. I'm just like, like man, uh, that's, I start crying and shit. Yeah. I'd be like, fucking, I got to close that shit. It's like, you know what Dude, I mean? I, I don't, I don't
0: know, yeah. man. Yeah, so so what, uh, I also heard that you did like, so people didn't have, because uh, they weren't going to school. Yeah, COVID. Cut the school so, down, so yeah. you were that so you and a couple people like i don't know probably from the gym man, or your community yeah. you were going out and delivering lunches to people's houses like the kids yeah because the, way give, that,
1: the way that, that, how how was is that? The, the school district uh was giving away they, they they put it out there on on social media and on the newspaper and shit that uh being that the house they were shutting the schools down they still had school lunches that they were going to give the kids a breakfast and a lunch at the school but they had they were three different locations i think uh the middle school, the high school, and um, I don't even remember, but there was three different locations where they where they can pick up the school lunches from. Well, um, we had some kids on our at our some families from our gym that they didn't have transportation. Like for instance, uh, one of them, grandma had fucking eight kids because moms were working and they didn't have no babysitters, oh, so grandma yeah, was home yeah. with the kids. We had a uh, two siblings that were like uh, the older sibling watching the younger sibling, and it's, it's like it's, the parents still the
0: Families, yeah, it
1: kind of disrupted the fucking families, bad man, to where they didn't have transportation, so it was like. I talked with them and I said, "Okay, well, if you guys need a ride, we can give you guys a ride. When they start giving the lunches away, I'll swing by and pick you up, and and we'll get you guys lunches."
0: Yeah, but well, get, first, like get, I heard it was hundreds of lunches. I, it heard, was, it well, it I started, heard it was. Well, it started out, bro. It started so, out. With, so so because so, so I feel like you're trying to make it sound like, oh yeah, just a couple people. Nah, I heard it was hundreds. To not for you to not soften it up. No, man, I'm bro. not, no, I'm
1: not, bro. But it was just like it started like that, man. It started with we were helping kids, and then it was like I was getting messages from from. Hey, um, we have to work right now. My my sister's at home with, with our kids and her kids. You know, would you be able to go to four more lunches? Give me the address. We'll write down them. Then we get more of it. So I put it out there like and made, made a post. It was like, hey, if you guys lack transportation and you need somebody to, and you have kids at home that need lunch, reach out, and we'll be able to get you to, to we'll get lunches to the kids. Well, the first couple of days that we started going through the line, I stopped and told the lady, her name was, um, she was a, a, the mom of one of my daughters, uh, Kinsey and, uh, Damn, now I'm drawing a fucking blank from my, my friends. Uh, fuck, dude. But anyways, um, there was a, the ladies over there, uh, Brenda and, um, ah, shit, I'm so, I feel shitty now because <laughs> I know their names. But I let them know. I said, okay, just so you guys know, you're probably going to see me multiple times through the line with different kids. I'm not coming to try to steal all your fucking lunches. I'm just, I wasn't like that, but you know what I mean? I'm not coming to try to take all the lunches. I'm just bringing more kids. Helping them out. I'm like, so you'll see my vehicle through here a few times. And they were like, oh, okay. And then, um, like, three days later, um, she told me, um, she was like, hey, um, uh, the, our boss told us if you give us a list of a number of, of lunches that you need we can just pack them up for you and you can come pick them up behind the school
0: and just so you were picking up the kids and then taking them to school and that's what taking i them back was home. doing
1: then taking them back home but they're like with can, their lunches and then but, go pick up the next family take them get their lunches and i think it was like a two-hour process that they had that they were giving lunches away oh, okay. so we spent about an hour a little over an hour like, driving the kids taking them picking up oh, okay. lunches so that was just for like first week but then they told me that so i was like Anybody else? If you guys need lunches, shoot me a number. A number of, a number of uh, lunches, and um, we'll take them. And we'll, we'll, you know, a number of lunches that you need, and then it got. It, so we just we got up to I think man, shit, we we're doing like they cut us, they, they limited us like at hundred lunches, and then the ladies, at the, oh, man, they're fucking amazing, bro. You know what I mean? It's just that's why I said it's amazing the connections you make and the people that genuinely give a damn Your and are willing to help. Huh? You know what I mean? And it worked out so we were getting like hundred and fifty lunches a day, and then it got to where. Some of the kids weren't at home, so we'd have a couple extra lunches. So we'd go to other, and take other lunches, and then it got to where we had. We were delivering more lunches than we had, uh, than we were getting. So we ended up doing stuff to where, my my dad's a vendor over here. uh, He does Mission Tortillas, and um, he knows a lot of the vendors around there. And uh, we connected with the vendors, and uh, Rising Up, the lady uh, from Rising Up, and we were able to do more than just, we had 150 lunches, but they were able to provide us with more, man, and so... That yeah, damn bro, it was a fucking amazing man. We're doing we we're we're helping out with that. And then we got connected with one of our ladies that was working with that trains with us from um Centennial Mental Health. So we were able to offer some mental some health. You know what I mean? Like some 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 it, it was amazing, bro. But yeah, with the lunch thing though, we ended up doing to where we were delivering, I think we ended up counting it was something like throughout the whole thing, like fuck. I don't know. Thirty thousand, twenty thousand lunches or something. I don't even know. It was something Dang. ridiculous, dude. It That's was something crazy. ridiculous. That's a it was lot. like, damn. And it was crazy. We'd go to every day to the school, come back in here, where we'd move these chairs, we'd back the truck all the way in, and we'd have teammates like we'd have drivers like my daughter selena my oldest daughter she was one that was always a driver and my mom my mom and selena were the two that were right there you know the, the whole fucking there way through my, my mom ended up having to towards the end you know what i mean she was doing stuff so it was just my daughter selena and me that were the ones that were there every day but we had helpers once once in a while everybody coming in they were like so we div you up you take these 20 lunches here's a list of addresses five to this address five to that address you know four to this address three to this address and it was just we were just getting man and it was dope it got to where we were we were doing i think it was 170 180 lunches and we ended up not able to get as much lunches from the school we were they limited us over there so we connected with rising up we connected with my dad and some different vendors that were giving us stuff and then my wife my mom they would make breakfast burritos so they would do do something to where we were able to have something more than better. enough food for everybody for all you know we make sure more that's than enough good. and it's just like
0: that's awesome man it, it
1: was dope bro it was it was amazing and just reaching out and the people that were willing to help out man it, it's it's crazy. This whole COVID shit fucked up a lot of things and disrupted a lot of families and we were, I, I started seeing that shit the more and more that I'm out there and you see these anxious kids that they just want to fucking go out and play yeah. and, and it was kind of like it was a treat for like me every day when they would stay. They, they was, like for them it was a treat to see me and right when I would knock on the door, man, it was fucking cool as shit. All the kids come running yeah. up to the door, lunch is here, lunch is Literally, here. And then you'd hear all the kids run up to the door, and it was fucking amazing, bro. Yeah. And they were always like, Thank you, what are we having today? What do we yeah. get to them? I mean, they were just, it was just, it was fucking amazing, man. And it was like and it was not only me feeling. that was doing that, it was each of our drivers were able to experience that, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the best. It was
0: it was, was the madness. best, bro.
1: It was the but best because it, it was like these kids didn't have shit. They weren't able to leave their fucking house. And the brightest part of their day was every day when they would they would get the there. lunch and they remember that face, they remember the it's
0: like you can't fail them. You got to fucking go back. It was back. beautiful, you, like, bro. Like That's what I'm saying.
1: And it was like when we ran out of lunches and didn't have enough, it was like, fuck. While we were able to skip the these guys, and now we got a new household on the list with four more lunches that are like, and we're not getting enough from the school. So it was. that was what ended up happening is we're picking up other households that that enough? were not previously on our list, but because we had extras a day or two or a week or whatever, this time family was on vacation for a week, so we had lunches oh, okay. for so a so we had that. So we picked up another household. Well, that household's back now, so it's like, fuck, now we got five more lunches that we need to get and that we don't have. So, uh, But we it made it, it work out, though, man. Like I, I said, we out. made it it's work great. out to where nobody... We, we were making sure these kids were fed, man. Now,
2: that's Was awesome, it like man. over the summer, too, or is it just like... Uh, it crazy. was over the summer. Over the it was summer. over...
1: The, it started over the summer, or when COVID first started. Okay. And then... When the, and that was the school district was doing that. And then um, after that, after when summer came along, it changed to the summer lunch program, school lunch program. And when that changed, we had to get a list. And that was when we had our list and we had to have, they wanted us to give them, they had a list of the, of everybody. And it was like, it was, it was kind of a little bit tough because it was like you have, they wanted them to be students and they wanted them to be in school. Okay. Well, we had some households that you have a couple of siblings that were not even in Small school yet. Small little and kids, mm-hmm. but I mean, they like, still gotta eat. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're not gonna fuck up so so our kids' no. So it. It's like we just kept them same numbers, and we we're just like. And one of the things that we we end up having to do it was like we used like my kids that were in school, their name, My, my brother Ryan, my brother. They, we okay. would use their okay. names just to get the numbers up for the lunches that we can have. Cheat so a little bit. I mean, man. I would say I'm I'm not necessarily it. cheating, it, bro. It's not cheating. No, no, I wasn't but cheating. It was making the lunch available for the kids. is all it was, bro. We were just making it work but i mean, making it work yeah. bro you know what I mean we were working the system is what we were doing there you go we that's wasn't a better word like that lunch wasn't going to a kid yeah just, we no needed, you're still helping we yeah. needed the numbers man so it was like we, we made it work and that's then even good, after dude. we got over our limit we still made it work we reached out to other people and other organizations and we still made people it work
0: people that's what's crazy like the, the whole community came pretty you much know, came it was together
1: amazing bro and then they well I mean everybody was seeing the decline of, of the mental health of all these kids being stuck in their houses and not not every household was a suitable environment for kids to be brought up. And I mean, whether regardless of what it was, whether you got a parents that work graveyard shift in their home every morning and they ain't even up because they're fucking trying to sleep yeah. and they got shit going on or whether you got... Mom and dad both trying to work full-time jobs, trying to keep the bills paid, and then you go get into some other shit where you got drugs involved or alcoholism or you got a bad boyfriend or you got a bad girlfriend or whatever it's it is tough. you're creating chaos in that household and that environment for that kid. And a lot of times, the school is the only fucking getaway for that kid where they feel safe and they feel comfortable.
0: And they're You closed. take that
1: shit from them, they're stuck at home, and it's like, what
0: the fuck these, do it's fucking do now? these
1: kids up, right. man. Like, what do you do now? And then you, you get to where you get... Uh, you know, uh, a group of people that are giving lunches out and that, that the face that they see every day is the fucking most... You know, that's their only joy for the day. That's their most the biggest fucking yeah. excitement for the day. It's like, man, it's cool because you become somebody to that kid and that kid is that's excited crazy, to see you every day, man. Stuff, and it's like too. you can't not show up. Yeah, You got to be there for that. That's you know crazy. I mean? It's amazing, bro. It's, it's, yeah. it's beautiful, man. Like see, all I said, the, I... All
0: this I see all this you're telling us and stuff. is like, uh, to me personally, I don't know... Like, Still surprised you got a citizen leader. Like, damn, dude, you brought everybody I know, pr- I know. pretty much because of you. You brought everybody, like, yeah, it, everybody worked, but you're like the one, the leader that kind of united people. Like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah,
1: yeah it's kind of it's the one like that started little, it, you know? I, use it. I know same you won't way, take know, his credit bro, know, for it, I mean. but I like, mean, like, like I use the same way. Like, I tell my team, man, I can be here, I'm gonna be here to motivate you, I'm gonna be here to inspire you. You gotta put in that work. Yeah, you got to, And just like, same thing, Dude, man. I'm going to awesome. be here to get shit together. I'm going to be here to get these lunches together. I'm going to be here to, I'm going to reach out and try to get people. But if we don't work together, man, it will not work out. It's
0: not, and, and I learned that shit with my wife, team. with
1: the family, man. If you do not work together, it will not work out. So I, I love that. Like, I, I'll take the pride in it, man. I take the credit, you know what I mean? It, but it's like, it wasn't, it, we work together. Yeah, in this team, team, We're all in this shit teamwork. together, you know what I mean? And, it, and that's what it takes. And it's the love that we, like we have. Like I said, I've surrounded myself with some amazing fucking people on it's unbelievable, man. Like, especially like now, the coaches and the shit that we're getting on, the new coaches, the people that was from the school district that we're able to get lunches from. It's your whole the team. team. Like I said, it's just you surround yourself the with the right people, yourself, man. Like right. I said, I may be the the light shining, but man, I'm lighting other fucking lights and other candles, and we're shining all over the fucking shining, place. And we're, shining. we're bringing light to everybody, man. Like I said, and the, one of the things that we, we try to say, like with our Facebook page, that the, the ones that help us run it, it's like I had my, um, some people that were running, even my daughters, where they were like, they, They feel a certain way about a certain situation, whether it's political, whether it's religious, whatever it is. They feel like they don't like it. They want to put that on the page. And I let them know that's not what the fuck our shit's about. I understand that you don't like that. Find something you do like and put something on there about what you do like. We're showing love. We're spreading love. We're spreading positivity.
0: We're not going to put out
1: negative bullshit. I understand that shit went down and there was bad shit that happened. Everybody's sharing that shit on social media. I don't give a fuck. That's That's everywhere everywhere else. We'll let them have it. Share some positive shit. Let's share some shit about somebody that's, you know, some feeding some kids. Somebody that's building some homeless shelters. Somebody that's, you know some positive shit. We don't want to, we understand there's a lot of negative. And if it's out there, I mean, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. Guaranteed, oh, it, yeah. if you're looking for the shit, you're going to find it. But if you're looking for the positive shit, you're going to find it. And that's what I'm saying. You go to our page, you're going to find positive it's shit. Gonna it ain't going to be nothing. You know what I mean? More positive, more inspiring shit. Where, nothing about fuck this or fuck that you know
0: what i mean where, where, where could people find you because you said your facebook page it
1: fort morgan gladiators man you go to the fort morgan gladiators boxing page the fort morgan gladiators boxing page and we got a team that helps run that run the the page and, and i'm on there quite a bit and that's basically the only social media that i really that i'm on more than anything i would say because uh, uh three years ago my daughters for, when we started the boxing they made me an instagram and they made me a snapchat
0: that's all that I
1: use it for is just, just, just boxing, just, just, vo- just this. So man, Facebook,
0: just, Facebook's your uh,
1: main one. Facebook's the only one that I have my own personal account, but I use the boxing page more than anything. Oh,
0: okay. Cool. I use
1: the boxing page, and now with the Instagram and Snapchat and shit, I use that.
0: Not
1: you know? that. I, I, well, it's like, man, I got to okay. keep up. I'm about ready to get it's on TikTok. to keep up with well, all shit. This I'm shit. about to get on TikTok and start doing some because I'm like, I'm missing the train. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like all these kids are like, if you're not, if you're not with it, you're, you're you gonna gotta get missed. You You got to get on it. And it's like. I don't even know how to go about that. I'm like trying to tell my daughter like, you know how to edit these fucking videos on TikTok? Do some cool shit. Some cool videos, you know what, uh, what I mean? Like uh, walking in with somebody wrapping their hands and then maybe I don't even like fucking that, uh. know Just shit. Like where you know how they do the editing because it's got an amazing v- editing um and the app on it, the TikTok app. There's some ama- amazing editing features that I wish I fucking would just take the time and learn.
0: It's got to take some time to put it but yeah, together. Yeah, but,
1: but you know what I mean? Just jumping on that social media. that They can find me, the Fort Morgan Gladiator. So that's what cool. it is on uh, Facebook is where you're going to find more than anything um, Instagram and on Snapchat but just FM Gladiators or Fort Morgan Gladiators or even find me man Ernie Marquez Ernie Marquez Ernie Look Marquez here. Ernie Lax Sesame Street yep.
0: cool Ernie well it's been nice talking to you man it's oh, been yeah, a it was a badass talk said, we, we,
1: we're getting into some more deep shit like I said next time Dude, around we'll, next we'll time around we'll we'll know, get, man next time <laughs> around you want to get, get, dr- get some get some subjects that we want to touch on and we want to get deep with like I said man I got a lot of life experience in a short amount of time man
0: yeah, let us know, you guys, in the comments or whatever. Let us know what else, what other topics you guys would like to hear yeah, or to yeah, talk like about. Yeah, like I said, you, we'll whatever keep, you want to hear, we'll man. Keep I'm going. My,
1: I got a, a mindful, I mean, I'm, the way that I see it, man, is I feel like I, got a, I acquired a quite a bit of knowledge, but the more that I learn, the more that I realize I don't know a fucking thing, man. The more that I learn, the more I realize there's so much more out there. Like, the amount of knowledge that I have, like, I guess I I told this to my friend a couple days ago. I'm like, the amount of knowledge that I have as opposed to the knowledge that's out there, it's like a sand, a drop of sand in a fucking desert. desert, You know what I mean? It's like, and she's like, but you know this? You know, I'm like, I don't know shit. I mean, I just, I've... I
0: just know a little bit. I know a little bit from experience, from
1: what I've experienced in life, and I fucking love it, man. And I know love is the motherfucking answer when it boils down to it, when it comes down to, to life in general. Love is what we gotta be operating out of, man.
0: Positive. we if
1: we're operating out of love and vibrating out of love. Shit, everything is beautiful.
2: And I think that's just like another example of how humble you are. You don't want to like take too much credit for anything. You're always keeping yourself that's in check and keep keep yeah. learning. That's, well, that's just yeah. it, man, it's, special about you. It's just the
1: humility, man. I've, I've learned. I've learned to kick the ego. That that the ego is not who I am. That's where I've learned that, man. I've learned the ego is not who I am. But it's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing.
0: Okay, Ernie is another. To have you on the podcast and for you to share stuff with us, all these, some of them were a little bit more intimate or whatever, and for you to give us your time to I be on here you and no man, and, 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 I mean, anybody
1: that's listening, you guys want to hear some more? Let us know. we yeah. want to talk about, man. We'll get deep. We can get into conspiracy we can, shit. We can get live shit. Get we get Don't even get started ninjas, on politics. that. Politics <laughs> is shit that I don't like yeah. to talk about, but I love diving into it with open-minded people that are yeah. not going to get offended. Yeah, there mm-hmm. yeah.
0: you go.
2: Exactly.
1: Man. Right on, fellas. Thank you guys, man.
0: Yeah, please give us a follow, like, and subscribe. On our on our channel on our uh, social media has inception media and right? so we, yeah we're also running Inceptions Media but we got this this is the Totem podcast Totem so podcast. thanks for you guys for everything we'll be sharing it on our and day th- thanks face. for thanks for letting us be on here and okay. your Take amazing, some space bro. out of here. And oh, it's amazing. Anytime
1: here. you guys want, man. Anytime you guys would want to. We'll set this shit up in the ring next time if you guys next want.
0: Next time. Man. We got to be yeah, in we'll there. We'll huh? in the ring. We'll set this shit oh, up. Yeah. There you in go. The ring. That'd be dope, <laughs> for man. sure.
1: That'd be nice though, man. But right on. I, said, I appreciate cool. it, man. I appreciate Thanks, it, Thanks, man. Thanks oh, it, for yeah. being on, bro. All appreciate it. Love, appreciate All love,
0: man. All kay. love. Peace out.